0: Hello. Is this thing on? Okay. Hey, it's Chet. Welcome to another edition, another episode of the Dark Art Society podcast. Today is episode 141. I do a nice long interview with Terry Wolfinger. He's a really great artist who does a lot of. Cool uh digital work and acrylic and some oil, but uh yeah, I've known him for quite a few years and see him at Monster Palooza every year and he's got these amazing uh, paintings of kind of classic horror movie icons, and he's just really great, talented, super nice guy, so that's on the agenda for today uh let's. See, okay, let's do the uh, let me see if there's any new subscribers to Patreon this month. Uh, uh I'm a little bit out of it today because I've been uh, uh, got this little job that had to be completed in five days. Today's my last day on it, and it's a painting, an oil painting that I've posted on my Patreon account. If you want to check it out, you could join at. Patreon.com/slash/Chetzar, and uh, you can see the progress. I'm going to post a time lapse of it. It's a really cool painting.
1: Um. So anyway, let's see. Says
0: I'm a little bit uh, discombobulated because I've been pulling late nights, messed my whole schedule up. I work all hard to get this early schedule, start going to bed at like nine o'clock, getting up early, doing my meditation early, taking a shower, getting everything, you know, all my stuff out of the way in the morning. And then um, and then something happens like this and I get a job I can't pass up and,
1: and then my schedule goes out the window. So, okay. Let me see.
0: There's no new subscribers to the Patreon this, this week. What a shame. But Joseph Raid upped his pledge, so thank you, Joseph. Had a couple deletions. But that's all right. If you want to join the, the Dark Art Society Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Society. Keeps the podcast free for everybody.
1: And you also get uh, the podcast a day early which is pretty cool and you get
0: entry into this super cool new website that Josh G built for us and um he built it and then realized it wasn't as good as he wanted it and then he took it down and he rebuilt it and now it's really cool and you could post gifs and stuff and uh it's it's a lot more in the Facebook social media mode. So it's 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 great. I love it. I just haven't had a chance to go on it too much um, since I, I got this gig. And then after that, Black Friday's coming. Thanksgiving. Then I got to figure out something for Black Friday. I think I'm going to be doing a bunch of uh, new mystery boxes for sale with exclusive merch. You can only get in the mystery mix. Uh, in the mystery box. So, uh, I've got a new sculpture I'm working on too, which I'm not sure I'll get it done in time for that, but I'm going to try. And yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. If you want to support patreon.com slash dark art society, you can join for as little as a dollar a month. Yeah. So, uh, I've been, Still dealing with my dog. He's kind of hanging in there. It's really skinny. He won't eat. Um, so uh, it's just sad to watch. But he is, seems very comfortable, and he's just sleeping most of the time. He's getting weaker. and So that's been kind of the backdrop of everything. It takes precedence over everything, but um, I'm dealing with it a little better now gotten accustomed to the idea that he's gonna be leaving soon, so I'm doing a little bit better with that, able to work again and um yeah, just been doing this commission piece. Um, can't say what it's for until it comes out, so uh you have to wait for that, but you can't see the piece on my patreon, like I said. uh
1: what else has been going on?
0: That's pretty much
1: it. Um,
0: Yeah, nothing too interesting. Just a bunch of work, business stuff. And yeah, sorry. Like I said, I'm out of it today. I was up till two painting, and that's kind of late for me lately because I was back on the early schedule. Okay, so let's move on to the five questions. And oh, I know what I was going to say. I was kind of stalling because I, I knew I had something else to say. This Saturday, uh, let's see, what will that day be? This Saturday the 30th at Copro Gallery from 3 to 6, we are having the closing show of the for the Dark Art Society group show. And uh, it's just a you know, closing shows are usually pretty mellow. Not a ton of people show up, but um, they're a little more low-key than the openings, which tend to be crowded and a lot of people, but uh, we're going to be, Christopher Ulrich and I are going to be live painting. We're going to bring our little travel easels and paint for everybody who cares to come and watch and hang out. So that will be this Saturday.
1: November thirtieth
0: at copper Gallery from now two to six two to six p.m. I think yeah two to six p.m. We'll be live painting and it'll be your last chance to see the Dark Art Society group show. All right, okay, that's the thing I had to remember. Okay, let's do the five questions and get on with this and get on
1: with the interview. Okay, let's see here. Mm-hmm. J.R. Brocious,
0: what does the word punk taste like? Well, for those of you who don't know, because I i forgot and I stopped doing the synesthesia word of the week, maybe I should bring that one back. I have synesthesia. What's it called?
1: Gust. Gust. I forgot the name. Lexic
0: gusti, oh, Okay, now I got to look it up. I have synesthesia. Um, lexical gustatory synesthesia. It's a really kind of a more rare synesthesia. Synesthesia is already pretty rare, but um, you know, synesthesia is when people see uh, they hear colors, um, they see shapes, kind of in their mind they associate shapes with sounds that come out of speakers and music and stuff. See, see words when they're reading, they'll, they kind of imaginarily see words in red that are spelled wrong, stuff like that. I've got this weird one called lexical gustatory synesthesia to where words and specifically names have flavors and, um, it's a weird, dumb one, but it's kind of interesting. So a lot of a lot of words, not all words, have flavors to me, and um, most names have flavors. Like I, I just automatically associate a flavor. It's something I think that must have happened when I was a kid because all of the flavors are crappy junk food that I grew up on in the seventies. So, um. J.R. Brocious asked me, what does the word punk taste like? And the word punk tastes like Hawaiian punch. Okay. Maybe I'll start doing that again. People's name. Names are more interesting because people have, you know, a personal association with their name. And then when they hear that, like, Jeremy tastes like molasses or Wendy tastes like a cold hot dog, eating a cold hot dog straight from the refrigerator ever do that when you're a kid? That's what Wendy tastes like to me. All right. Um, Tristan Tolhurst, if there was one piece of art made by another artist that you wish you had made first, what would it be?
1: Mm,
0: You know, one that comes to mind would be, I don't know that this is the ultimate, but it comes to mind, it would be in my top three. I haven't really sat and thought about every amazing painting I love, but this could be it though, really. That would be The Death Dealer by Frank Rosetta. That painting is got it all for me. It's perfect. Perfect painting as far as I'm concerned. It's really it's got those unfinished areas that I love and the really polished finished areas as well in the same painting and just an amazing creepy character with the bloody axe and so much atmosphere and that smoke in the background. That's oh, beautiful. So, The Death Dealer by Frank Frazetta. that would be the one.
1: Uh,
0: okay, Jeremy De La Rosa. What would you say to an artist that works in a variety of mediums? Can an artist be stunted by moving between things like painting and drawing and sculpture, or can there be a benefit to that? Is it better to broaden your influences or narrow them down? I think it's better to um do many mediums especially if you're a painter it's great to also you got to know how to draw
1: and sculpting definitely helps with painting so um w- while it's good to narrow your
0: style i guess to focus it down into kind of an ultimate style that truly reflects you as an artist better than any other style. I think career wise, it's better to kind of narrow your focus and stick with a certain style that you love that, that will, that you can do for a long, a long time until you decide to change that. And you're established enough to be able to get away with that. But as far as trying different mediums, uh, I think they definitely help each other every medium you know is a a help when it comes to making art. But particularly drawing and sculpture and painting are three great things to know how to do. If you can do all three of those, you'll be better at each one of them individually by having knowledge of the other two. Okay. Jeff Bertrand. If you... If you had to live in a desert island deserted island and could only listen to five musicians ever, who would they be and what albums? Well, so essentially you're asking me my favorite five albums. Man, that's a hard question. Kind of impossible. And here's the thing with the whole Desert Island question. You ever listen to an album, like a great, great album, and you listen to it so much that you don't even it's not that you don't like the songs anymore, but there's you've you've just wrung it dry of any new things to discover because you've listened so intently and so many times that there's nothing new to hear. Like one thing I love about music is, is that uh, hearing nuances, picking up things that you didn't notice before. And you kind of lose that when you listen to music too much. I did that, you know, some of my favorite albums I've done that. And so then you have to, not listen to it for years and years and try and hear it again with fresh ears to really appreciate it in the same way I've done that with probably the albums I would put on my top five desert album desert Island albums. I'll say Devo. Are we not men? We are Devo. No means no wrong. Uh, Minutemen double nickels on the dime. Those three for sure. Probably The Beatles, Sergeant Pepper. And mm, see, it's too hard. Maybe Dead Kennedys, Plastic Surgery Disasters. It's too hard to choose. But the thing is, you'd have those albums and then you'd kind of be sick of them. So it might make more sense if you know you're going to be on a deserted island to pick five albums that you have been recommended that you know you would like but you haven't really heard that much anyway okay last one Mitchell Pluto would would mind hearing more about your spiritual practice and what conclusions you experience from your research wow that's a big one <clears throat> well my spiritual practice now is Basically meditation, and I'm learning, you know, more uh, ceremonial magic and things like that. But the basis of it is meditation, really. That's the primary. Um, in my earlier years, I did a lot of uh, spiritual work in the, in with psychedelics, but I've always been meditating. I've always been interested in, in mostly in Eastern philosophy. That's why this magic stuff I've been studying lately is different it's it's western it's the western esoteric traditions and i've always been more attracted to the eastern um so this is this is a little bit different for me but i i, I like it uh, so anyway i probably the biggest spiritual realizations and the biggest the most work i've done have been with the aid of psychedelics uh, mushrooms and lsd and uh I talk about that in the documentary. I like to paint monsters. So if you want more of more of info on that, you can buy the DVD from the my Big Cartel store, Chetzar Big what is it? Big Cartel. Chetzar.biccartel.com. That's what it is. And um I've got a signed DVD on there. You could get you could rent it on iTunes as well. And you can buy DVDs uh, from Amazon, but and probably on eBay. Anyway. But a lot of people don't have DVD players anymore, which is kind of crazy. But you can't, like
1: I said, you can rent or buy it on iTunes. So aside from that, um yeah. It's 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 a hard
0: question to answer. A lot of it is spoken about in the documentary. But <clears throat> like I said, now it's it's primarily meditation. Um for various reasons, you know. Uh, but i'll say that the you know my major the big conclusions i've come to is that uh the big probably the big big one and not that i've ever i've always kind of felt this way too so it's weird but i've i've really probably the biggest thing that i've that i've come to uh feel like i know for sure is that and this is an unpopular thing to say but i will say that god is real god's a real thing and i know people don't like the word god and everybody's all into the satan thing and it's because of
1: the you know hypocrisy of organized religion and all that stuff but you know I've come to understand that God is a thing, a real thing. Like,
0: uh, Martin Ball talks about God in the, in the sense he calls it a, a fractal energy being. And I think that's a pretty good description. And it's like, you know, my personal belief is sort of like everything is made up of this thing we call God or, you know, Christians call God, different religions call it something else. But that thing that they're talking about is a real thing. It's not just like, uh, I don't believe that it's just like humans are this random thing. The universe is just dumb stuff and we just happen to come out of it. I mean, that's true on a certain level. But I I still believe there's, you know, intelligence behind it, this massive, 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 massive intelligence beyond any kind of human comprehension of what intelligence even is. So that's probably my big takeaway. Um, You know, the question isn't really whether God is real to me. It's more like, what is God? I know, like I said, people have a lot of problems with this word because of of the baggage, but and organized religion. But <clears throat> if you think about you, you you can kind of I think even maybe even atheists maybe mm-hmm. could could um mm-hmm. think about God in terms of this kind of awe-inspiring intelligent energy that that is organized has has organized reality in a way that functions beautifully and incredibly just the idea of reality just functioning the way it is is it's just it, it's beyond comprehension so i don't know for what it's worth <clears throat> that's my take and also everybody is god Everything's made of God, and everybody is God, and nobody knows it. Or most people don't realize they are God. Most people, we feel like we are insignificant
1: and don't matter and are just in this weird reality. We don't know
0: how we got here. But the truth is, in the back of everybody's mind, somewhere deep inside, we all know we're God and we created this whole thing for the
1: experience of it. It's crazy stuff. So, okay. Anyway,
0: enough of that. So, okay. uh, Here we go. Here's the interview with Terry Wolfinger and um, I hope you enjoy it. It was a fun interview. He's a super talented artist and it was a good one, and it's long, and it goes it goes over two hours. So, there you go, Terry Wolfinger, episode one forty one. Thank you. Hope you like it. Hey Terry, what's up?
2: Hey Chet, how's it going?
0: It's going good. I had a little bit of, of a late start today, but um, I'm awake now. I got up. Sugar-free rock star, and I had two cups oh. of coffee, so I'm pretty much ready at this point.
2: Yeah, nice. I had a big mug of tea uh,
0: and a PB and J and a PB and J. I love <laughs> peanut butter and jelly. It's so good.
2: It's, yeah, I yeah, it's, it's delicious. It's good, and it's it's good in a pinch when you need something quick. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like the. Uh, uh, I remember I, I'm there was this guy when we were doing the mask company for Alterian Studios. This guy, Jersey Joe. This old old dude. He had this he bought property in, in Monrovia like in the sixties or something and he was renting us out this space and he was talking about how he um started <coughs> Jersey Joe's sign painting. That was his deal when he had the space he was renting out in the back and Okay. He would always tell these old stories and he'd say, Yeah, it was a lot of peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> There's a lot of peanut butter. Like I lived off peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> th-
2: yeah, th- that is my go-to meal at the uh, Monster Palooza. By the way. Oh, you know, really? Pack a PB and J or two. And- <laughs> I'm,
0: gonna, I'm gonna check next time. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Where's the PB and J? I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> sure you did. Okay, so yeah, I, I'm a huge fan. I've been a huge fan of yours since I first saw you. I'm, I'm sure it was at Monster Palooza. Your stuff's amazing you're
2: you're so skilled it's incredible thank you It's incredible. I, I mean likewise i i met you years and years ago at a i think at one of the hive gallery shows oh really um, and, and i i knew of your work before that too and i remember being very excited to meet you so. oh wow thank <laughs> yeah, you I mean, your, your stuff's awesome
1: man. i
0: appreciate it well i i definitely uh yeah this your your, your stuff just it's just incredible it's incredible amazing ah. i mean you're so you're so it's it's amazing i just like I'm, i can't figure out how you do it i know a lot of it's <laughs> digital right
2: yeah most of it's digitally painted
0: which trips me out it doesn't look <laughs> digital it's amazing
2: oh, wow thanks well that's that's my goal
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you're you're using um photoshop like a painter you know
2: wow thank you yeah that means a
0: lot so Appreciate but it. so uh uh yeah, I, I did. A, I did do a little bit of research and actually took a few notes, which I never take notes. But I just saw, <laughs> I saw so many things that we had in common. I'm like, I don't want to forget about that. But that oh, cool. <laughs> you, um, so you were like an art kid, kind uh-huh. of the classic. You were drawing from what, like you said, I don't know, two years old or something. You remember drawing a little man or something? And
2: yeah, my, <laughs> my parents kept this little drawing, and they dated it. You know, it's they still was- have it. Yeah, well, I mean, I have it now. Oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. But, uh, yeah, I, I saved tons and tons of stuff uh, when I was a kid. My mom would give me these little, uh, you know, like uh, little notepads that you would take phone messages on, and that's what would keep <laughs> busy at whatever function right. where, you know, here go draw. And I would just fill those things up. Right. Yeah. We were never
0: bored as kids because we, we, that was like, we always had that fallback. If we were bored, right. you just draw. Right. And, <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah. It's better than uh, an iPhone, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, Harvard, I mean, anyway. so were
0: so you kind of the, were you the art kid in school? Yeah. Cause I yeah. was definitely the art kid in school.
2: Yeah I, yeah. I think I've heard you talking about that. Yeah. I, <laughs> all through elementary school. And, you know, there's a handful of kids in elementary school and then they start narrowing down. And yeah, that's true. You know, there was a, cu- a few kids.
0: Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. I wasn't the only art kid. I was only the best. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, there was like, I, I, there
0: was, I remember in elementary, probably three art kids, but we were all like, we're friends. It was, you
2: yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. I had a handful. Yeah. Like maybe, yeah, maybe three kids that I drew with and then, Senior high, there was a couple kids I saw, but uh, but in high school there was only just you know yeah a couple that I can remember. But uh, I remember being in my French class, and you know the start of the class would be like, "All right, let's give Mister Mister Wolfinger's sketchbook back so we can begin our class," you know because it was. <laughs> Let
0: me check out your sketchbook. Here. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> There's another weird thing we have in common. i t- I fucking took French instead of Spanish in high school and I s- or junior high actually. Wow. and I so regret I mean i I regret it because Spanish is the language right. to know. and I, and that's, I'm like, oh, i don't know, choice. fucking Spanish. Why did I right. take
2: French? <laughs> <It was like laughs> I have been to France once, so i I did get to use my limited vocabulary a little bit
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean how much do you really learn in in uh Uh, not much (laughs) (laughs) um i went to france once but i was just driving around the airport for like an hour in this tram in the terrible heat it was like a stopover from when we were going to berlin i think oh man but they had amazing sandwiches in the airport they're I bet. so good. I couldn't yeah. believe it. It was like gourmet, just on this little stand. It was, I think, right. cheese and and uh, tomato on like a baguette.
2: Right, right. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. Ham and fromage baguettes were right. Pretty good too, and the, their crepes are amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty incredible. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's off on a tangent. <laughs> so. Sweet. Très bien. <laughs> <laughs> right I remember actually uh, i got i did i did okay in French. it was like uh, I think it was like I was like a c average student other than art. I was like c's right c b's, c's, and d's basically were you know,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I didn't do so great at math, but yeah, I, I did okay here. in English because yeah, same here you could be kind of creative in that oh cool yeah. wow I really like <laughs> Long lost brother. Yeah, I know. It was always D
0: it was D's in math. It was kind of C's and stuff that I wasn't that interested in at the time, like history and social studies. Right. And then it was B's in English and then it was A's in art. So I was kind yeah. of Yeah, of course. You know? <laughs> but I, I I did my our, our big project in French class was uh, he had to write like a story in French. And I wrote the story like from the perspective of a character. And I uh, was—I did it as Dracula, oh, oh, (laughs) in French. And the teacher read it in front of the class because she thought it was so cute. Which is like seventh seventh grade. It was pretty funny.
2: Oh, funny! I uh, (laughs) our big project was doing a uh, a fake news report that was videotaped. So you partnered up with like two other kids and you did like a news show in French. In French, yeah. So you had to memorize your (laughs) lines. I, I had like the sheet in front of me, so I kept looking down. So yeah. I don't like, oh, remember all this, but of course, I was the movie review portion of our uh-huh. film, <laughs> and I was reviewing the Terminator.
1: <laughs> Always I trying
2: this, to squeeze in our, you yeah, know, our interests. Art. And then we did a fake commercial where I, uh, where we we had a, it was a beer ad, and I had drawn uh, the Terminator on a beer can and we, we called it Le Conquerant. Which is like, <laughs> <Conqueror>. <laughs> and I think my line in French was, uh, drink this beer or I will kill you. <laughs> Perfect. So,
0: yeah. That could have, uh, that could have survived on in the, in the real world on TV. I could see that That's happening.
2: Right. It could be on the air now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Very I did it we, we did it for a creative actually the only one of the other than my art classes the only class I actually liked no that's not true I liked there was a, a history class I liked in high school mm-hmm. but um uh, it was a creative writing class by my uh, actually I'm friends with the guy Tony Savedra this dude oh. he's awesome yeah I'm still friends with him on Facebook and see him once in a while but um
2: name sounds familiar yeah oh. An-
0: Anthony Savedra Um okay. He, we had to do a commercial for that, and and we did. Me and my friend did the helping hand. It was like a, it's the helping hand, and it was a hand, real like a hand, uh, lollipop, but it looked like a real hand. And so hmm. I had, had this girl go up and like she was eating a hand. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a funny! <laughs> oh, that's
2: awesome. It was pretty
0: funny. <laughs> so that's again, awful. we're like always sneaking our interests in to make right, like, exactly. to keep things interesting. These boring things we have to do.
2: Right, exactly.
0: Okay, so anyway, enough of that, yeah. enough tangents. Um, yeah. So what, what, one thing I found really interesting, and another thing we have in common, is that you went to CalArts. And yes. I was going to go to CalArts. <clears throat> I, I
2: listened to a podcast where you talked about that.
0: And I was and I, and I always kind of regretted that. Even though I, 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 I didn't go and I, and I did what I wanted to, which was got into the film industry. Yeah. I mean, which is where I wanted to end up, so it kind of made sense. My gui- right. guidance counselor was seriously bummed because I mm. had like all the grants and loans applied for, and you know, oh. I would I would have been able to do it. And um, but man, I I always regretted that because when I was probably 15 years old, 14 years old, no, it was probably like 12, no, it was like 14 or 15. I uh, my brother's friend knew a guy that went to Cal Arts. Actually, my brother's friend went to CalArts, too, and he took me on this tour there. Mm. And it was so cool. It was yeah. so cool. The campus was awesome. The students yeah. were all like these weirdo artists. That I, right, I'm right. From, you know, I'm from San Pedro. It's like blue collar, right, uh, uh, um, longshoring kind of town. So that that uh-huh. that there wasn't any of that there really. And so to go and be like, oh, these are my people. It was a bunch of total weirdos,
2: right? You know, just
0: like talking all kinds of weird shit and sitting on the floor, just kind of classic. Yeah, yeah. Art student,
2: just kind of chaos too, really. You know, it, it was yeah, especially back then. Yeah, uh, it's quite different now. I, I still go to the campus every now and then. Oh yeah, and check out you know shows or mm. and stuff. But back I, when I went, yeah, uh, how was
0: your experience there?
2: It was great, but uh, you know, it wasn't that many students. You know. Oh really? Yeah, my freshman class, uh, I was you know, I, I went to the, uh, character animation program. Right. Because, you know, kind of like you've said, the, the art, uh, program there was mostly just concept. Like, right. Let's learn how to talk about art and yeah, nail it like, to a board. And yeah. Conceptual talk, art. And, call it art. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so they didn't really teach any kind of painting techniques or any of that, that I was aware of. Mm. Um, but my experience was, was great. Yeah, I, I went right after high school, uh, like you. Uh, my parents signed up for grants and, you know, uh, all that stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I grew up in the San Jose, the Bay Area. So oh, right. I, I went from, you know, suburban, just kind of not much going on in town to, yeah, like Cal Arts, And it was just like oh my God, <laughs> like, I finally am somewhere I
0: belong. <laughs> right. I know. I, I, yeah. it, it seemed like, so, like a, a, a fun, you know, God, such a fun place for an artist. And yeah. They, they were animation centric kind of, right? That was right. like their main thing.
2: Back in the day, I guess it was called Chenard the, the school. Yeah. And uh, it was started, um, By one of the Disney people, it might have been Walt, but it it was most likely Roy. Uh, Mm. um, I don't have all my information straight. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's it's (laughs) it's all it gets foggy the older I get, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) but they started this this school just so they could train animators to come work for Disney. Oh, I didn't know that. And so, um, you know, I was a kid. I I was drawing. You know, I did. Cartoons and I loved comic books and mm-hmm. um, and I made these little flip books and stuff. So I was into the animation stuff too. And uh, ended up taking a tour of the school and man, it just that department just you know, spoke to me. I was like, wow, I think this is what I want to do. <laughs>
1: right?
0: Yeah. And, I, I uh, uh, my friend was in the I think he was in the, like the theater department. Mm-hmm. And he was doing like all these sculpt prosthetics. He was a makeup effects guy. Oh wow! So he was doing all these molds, and he got kicked out of his dorm because he got like latex in the carpet, and oh. and so he was living in the bathroom.
2: Oh no! <laughs> he like
0: was still. I think he got like kicked out of the dorm, so he just moved into one of the bathrooms, and right. it was like a big. Kind of a nice bathroom, but still he right. just had all this shit in this bathroom with all these toilet stalls and, and urinals wow. and stuff. Yeah. Molds wow. and crap everywhere. It was pretty pretty hilarious. Um
2: Yeah, there there was always a student that somehow was making it work by doing stuff like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was um, uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I
0: kinda regret it. I regret regret not going. I'm sure you must have I it must have been Really fun, I imagine. It
2: it was fun. Um, The animation department, the program, like it was really um, a dense uh, program. Like I had classes like all day long, like several days a week. Like you know, I'd start in the morning. I'd have a life drawing class that went to you know from nine a.m. to one, and then I'd have a class that went from you know. Two to four, and then there'd be a class that went from six to nine. You know, yeah. So I, you know, I was I was really busy all day, and then you had to make a, a film too. You had to oh wow, use an animated film. Um, so in between classes, you're working on your film. So, do you still um, have your film? Yeah. Um, I'd love to see it. You know, back that. then, you know, this is before internet and and digital and all that. So I don't have. I don't think i have them on i might have one on a vhs tape one or two on a vhs tape right. <laughs> yeah but you know it was shot on 16 millimeter film
1: right
0: yeah so i have, a, I have it, a bunch of super 8 movies yeah. in my in my closet that i need to get digitized before they you know decay to the point of oh, no return
2: right exactly i need to do that too I, i've got some of those too um but yeah the program was was great um and really well rounded, like it was color and design class, uh, drawing and perspective class, wow. and like drawing, class, character development class, uh, an animation class. Wow! Uh, so, you know, at the time it was kind of like uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> overwhelming.
2: Yeah, a little bit, you know. Um, but I did good, and, and my, you know, my teachers were were always kind of impressed, like, wow have you done this before? I'm like, no, I'm right out of high school. Oh, right? how
1: cool. See? Yeah. So <laughs> uh,
2: it was pretty cool. And just, and just living on your own and getting that independence and right. y- y- all that. It's like, wow, I can stay up working till two in the morning if I want to. Or-
0: <laughs> and look, and look at us now.
2: <laughs> That's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Still. But it's yeah. not, by, it's not
0: by choice anymore though.
2: No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll squeeze that project in. I'll do it tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, so did is did you did you get into the um did you start learning computers back then or was it later? Because that's pretty early for
2: very very end. Uh, the last semester, or maybe the last year, but the computers weren't. They were Amigas. Oh with, no way! Really. Does anyone
0: know those or anything? I remember Amigas. That's like, you know, I I learned when I did when I was doing digital, I learned uh, Photoshop and Lightwave, the 3D program, and I was yeah yeah animating I, and all the stuff I did for Tool was in Lightwave, and that was from the Amiga Video Toaster, I believe. Do you remember the Video Toaster?
2: I do.
0: Wow. Yeah, it was it's crazy, but Amiga was like a big deal. It was like this kind of cult thing.
2: Yeah, And it's like, I mean, it it. Blew me away at the time. I was like, wow. Oh, <laughs> you know, we were given a floppy disk to save our art on. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I think those hold like a meg and a half. You know? yep. So <laughs> <laughs> they filled up quick. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the program we were learning on was, was called DigiPaint or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. A great, I mean, you, you had different brushes, but it was like, well, um, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick up Photoshop till maybe, um, three, three years after that, maybe.
0: So like early nineties or late eighties
1: kind of.
2: Yeah. I graduated CalArts in 89. So it was probably like 92. I started downloading oh, okay. with Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: read that you, that you did your first stuff with a mouse. Yeah. You were painting with a mouse, which is totally
2: crazy. <laughs> yeah. I was doing Full on paintings at Stan Winston Studio, and I was still using a mouse. Are you serious? <laughs> and, and they had a, a Wacom tablet with a pen and wow. a Wacom tablet. I'm like, uh, nah, I'm okay with the mouse. Like, really? <laughs> Pen's just, they weren't quite great yet. They were okay. Right, right. It's weird. I'm, I'm, I'll stick with a mouse. It's so and funny. Then in In like, I think it was like 2000. Yeah, like uh, 2000, I, I switched to a pen because the company I was working at, the art director, was like, come on, mate, you got to <laughs> that thing up. Like, All right. And then I was like, oh, wow, yeah, this is nice. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't know why I was so insane. To,
0: hey, if you, that just goes to show your talent, though. I mean, if you're able to do it with a <laughs> mouse, you, you know, you can do it with a tablet a hell of a lot easier.
2: Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, I mean, it was tricky because you had to program little fades into your brush strokes because oh, really? The mouse isn't pressure sensitive, right? So. <laughs> you know, so you'd have to have it fade. Like, okay, I'm going to have this fade out in thirty pixels.
0: You know? Wow, that's actually <laughs> maybe not a bad. I mean, it for that would I imagine that would force you to really analyze what you're doing. Yeah, you know, which is. Probably a good way to to learn.
2: Yeah, I mean, I learned there was no layers. Oh, really? One undo, <laughs> one undo. <laughs> you, know, you, you had one command Z. Uh, <laughs> so if you hit two mistakes twice and hit save, you were screwed. You're like, right. Oh. <laughs> or erase something, you didn't catch it till later. You were screwed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> That's amazing though. But yeah. So so you um once you're out of um you graduated CalArts from CalArts.
2: Yeah, I, I was an animator. Yeah, I, I took the 4-year program so I, I graduated uh, Nice. With the, the BFA, yeah. Um but my last semester at CalArts um um this little company this little production company came through looking for animators. Um, and it was uh, a project that, you know, it was a brand new project. It was going to be a video magazine. Um, it was called <laughs> hard and heavy, the best in hard rock and heavy metal. Wow. And so every two months you'd buy a videotape that had two hours of uncensored rock videos, uncensored interviews, with your favorite bands and uh, in between in between the interviews and stuff, they had these little animated bumpers with like a mascot, mascot character that they created, uh. you know, this little heavy metal headbanger guy. <laughs> and so they came through looking for, you know, just students that could animate. And, and, you know, I was one of the few headbangers back then, you know, I'd listen to metal and all that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the other, Classmates were into Disney and you know shows. <laughs> You're into monsters and metal. Yeah, like, but but it was cool. My my animation teacher was like, uh, who's gonna die in your film this year? <laughs> yeah, I'd have heads exploding and <laughs> <Like, Yeah. laughs> getting get lopped off and you know monsters and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, so. So, I, I was like one of two people that applied, and it was this producer. And, you know, I called, you know, that my uh, department head said, like, yeah, they seem legit. You know, I think this is a good idea. And so I went down to this guy's house in Beverly Hills and my cheap little Honda. And, you know, I'm like, and I'm like, I don't know what to show this guy. So I, I just collected all my most gruesome, crazy stuff that I did in high school. Like, I had. <laughs> You know, again, heads blowing off. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Monsters, demons. Yeah. Like, oh, this, you know, and I I had done, you know, portraits of, you know, Judas Priest and mm. Mad Max and stuff like that. Right. You know. But um, so there was this one um, drawing I had. It was a, it was a guy listening to a stereo, and the speakers were so loud that it, blew the guy's head off his shoulders and blew the ear off the other side of his head. And it was, you know, and uh, you could see all the trachea hanging out of the neck. (laughs) And this guy goes, can you animate this? I'm like, oh, sure I can. All right, how much would it cost? And, you know, I was like, "Uh, well, we have a budget at school. Let me uh, get back to you on that. You know, I'll have to confer with, you know, I don't... Mm -hmm. I have no idea how much. Right. It. I I'm glad I did because I probably would have said, oh, oh five hundred bucks. Uh, Fifty bucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe? Is that too much? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um, this group of guys were budgeting out a short film like that they wanted to produce like you know, like a like a legit thing. and mean you know, animation is, is I guess uh, budgeted by the foot. Mm. I believe it's like maybe twelve frames equals one foot. And 12 frames is like one second of animation. So if you have a three minute short, you know, you can see how many drawings that takes.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: But uh, anyway, uh, I I gave it, you know, I put together these numbers and it was like this exorbitant amount of money for me, like, it's like three or four thousand dollars. You know, this is back in 89. Yeah, right. Minimum wage was still Mm three (laughs) fifty, so uh, he's like, "All right, well, let me give you, you know, let me give you a a down payment to get going." Like, "Uh, "Okay, you know, to buy supplies and stuff." That must have been so exciting for you. It was. It was a little scary, so I I had to quickly learn how to ink and paint cells. (laughs) (laughs) Wow,
0: (laughs) totally traditional hand done cell
2: animation. I set up. I had a little portable, uh, animation disc and, uh, you know, I had a, a set of rapidograph pens.
0: Mm, love r- rapidograph pens. Yeah. Right? yeah.
2: <laughs> and so I found that the permanent ink in there was great at inking cells. Ah. And, you know, I inked all my own drawings and then I just kind of asked around and like, Oh, you know, there's this stuff called cell vinyl. And there was a place in uh, studio city that, uh, cartoon color that sold cell vinyl, so I went and bought a bunch of cell vinyl and cells and brushes and <laughs> you know, spent like two hundred bucks. I'm like, man, yeah, I spent supplies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I shot it to video. They had a, a system that could actually shoot to video oh, on weird. a three quarter inch back huh. then. Handed them in the tape, and they were blown away by the quality. I guess they were expecting something really kind of awful, but they're like, "Wow, this is this is great!" You know, the guy's head blows off, and his (laughs) blood. It's like a dream job. Yeah, and so they're like, you know, we're 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 still putting together this tape. Can can you do some more for us? And like, sure. (laughs) Wow. I think my my first. Gig, like I had done a few uh, freelance jobs at color, but my first big gig there, I think I made like it was like ten grand or something.
0: Wow, amazing! Yeah.
2: And I was like, you know, barely twenty-one. <laughs> it was just twenty-one.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And so then, the, and then that continued for the next three years, working just out of my house doing these. Crazy cartoons that are,
0: for that yeah. one company.
2: Yeah, hard and heavy. That's amazing, man. You do a Google search for hard and heavy cartoons. You can. Uh, oh, cool. I mean, they're, they're kind of painful for me to look at now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so all yeah. the cartoons. If, if I look up hard and heavy cartoons, it'll all be your work from back then. Yeah,
2: oh, yeah cool. there was the very first tape they they did. They they were working with a, a company out of London, um, like a really professional. Animation studio, mm-hmm. um, and then I guess by the second video, they, they just started using me because <laughs> <laughs> I was cheaper. You know? Yeah, but, right. And but, close by too. Yeah, right. And unbeknownst to me, though, I uh, I was kind of billing out, you know, studio rates, but it was just just me. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, I, I, had some people that, that helped me paint my cells every now and then, but, um, yeah. So I, I'd, I'd work really hard, crazy hours for about six weeks and I'd have two weeks off and I'd have six weeks on. Wow. That's amazing. animated four in the morning, getting up at 12. Maybe, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the usual.
0: That's incredible. So. That's cool, man. So you like, you, you uh. Yeah, started started right uh, right right off the bat. You you, you got work.
2: You, you, yeah. That, so it was it was a kind of a surreal thing because you know, no one else was getting these gigs, and you know uh, we, we'd have guest lecturers come in to talk uh, to our classes every now and then, and this one guy said, you know, like if you're going in for a job and they ask if you can do it, just say you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Done it before, you know. Definitely. Season, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you weld? Sure. Oh my god. <laughs> but I've I've done that a couple times in my career. Saying like, I can do that, and, and you figure it out. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: exactly. I, I you know, well, that's that's not that uncommon. I mean, that's you know, fake it till you make it. You just right. gotta, you gotta make sure you make it. You know, when you say you can do it, you just got you have to be committed to making it happen. No matter what you do, you have to do it. You know, because
2: you really got to do whatever. I know,
0: I know of other people who have done the fake it till you make it, and they didn't make it because they didn't complete it because they didn't they make sure it got done. You know, yeah. it's funny. Yeah. It's funny though because that that reminds me of when I started working on the I worked on the Blob. Oh movie, wow! That was like my first big kind of movie uh, effects job.
2: I remember when that was being worked on. Oh really? Yeah, because they were they were looking for extras to be in it, and uh, a bunch of my classmates went to the. Oh essays. no way! Yes, yeah. that's,
0: that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, wow. But I, but I, um, I you know I was living at <clears throat> I think I was living at home. I was living at home. It might have been. Yeah, I was living with my parents still in San Pedro. Mm. And I didn't even have a bank account. Like my no. mom, my mom would start a bank account for me. I'd give my checks to my mom because <laughs> I was like right. 19 years old or something. And, um, uh, I remember when we, I, and it's like, I just had no concept. I was just working and getting these checks and I just didn't grow up with money. So I didn't even think that much of it, you know? Right. So it was like when, when I got married, you know, a year or so later, got all my stuff, moved up to Hollywood um my wife would find like these ch- uncashed checks for like you know 400 bucks or something that were sitting <laughs> so that I just wow. didn't just forgot to even cash you know and it's like wow it just it was you know you're just working and making all this money and then have no yeah, expenses cuz you're living with your parents
1: right right you right you know
0: it's it was it's it's kind of funny but um so i imagine this this job led to other animation jobs or
2: well not Really, it it was kind of kind of funny. Um, so at one point, you know, the the company's like, uh, you know, we don't have quite what we promised. We'd pay you. Here's mm. what, you know, and then checks were later and later, and then finally the company just they shut down because it was a cool idea, but it was an expensive thing to produce, I guess. And yeah. You know, and, and a lot of teenagers back then, I'm sure, didn't have 20, 30 bucks to spend on a videotape every month, you
0: know? Right. It's kind of an internet idea, really. It's so, Right.
2: Like, yeah. today, it would be perfect. Yeah. Um, but so they, they shut down. I was owed a good chunk of money, and I went scrambling, trying to get more animation jobs, and showing my, my reel around, and... But it kinda kinda bit me in the ass because, you know, like here's what I do, you know, like, oh, heads flying off <laughs> and people being stabbed by guitars and you know <laughs> and it was just sex and violence and right. you know and they're like, Um, it's not really what we do. I'm like, I know, but I I, I can draw the Disney style like right. And so I didn't get much work in animation and mm. uh and so I kind of went from this really amazing high pain job where pretty much I was the guy in charge, you know, Freedom, freedom. I imagine yeah, is creative freedom and the producer loved me. And like, he'd be like, all right, we need an idea for this. I'm like, Oh, how about, uh, you know, a camera drops on this guy's head and, and you know, his eyeballs shoot out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Do it. You know? <laughs> but, um, so I, I ended up finding work at this, uh, this novelty, uh, boxer short company <laughs> <laughs> doing illustrations for, you know, novelty holiday boxer shorts. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the pay was, you know, not what I was used to. And so it was kind of, okay, well, here's the real world. Right. How yeah. long did the, how
0: long did the animation job last?
2: it was about three years okay all right yeah about three maybe four years Hmm. okay and i i did get some other animation work um but these people that ran this boxer short company they they were great and they were you know they they let me kind of do sort of my thing you know what kind of stuff (laughs) were you doing for boxer shorts Well, like they'd have Christmas, so I'd be drawing Santas, you know. (laughs) Let's do a bunch of Santas playing different sports. Like, okay, playing soccer. Here's Santa playing football. You know, (laughs) for the dads on Christmas, you know, what do you get? Here, dad. (laughs) (laughs) And then there was, you know, Father's Day stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and luckily, since it was holiday, they did have a Halloween. You know, so uh, I was like, hey, <laughs> "Halloween boxer shorts coming up?" They're like, "Well, we're good, but all right." And so they they called me Mister Halloween because so-, <laughs> so. Yeah, remind me. I can, I can, sh- show some. I, th- I think I have some in a some in a file cabinet. Somewhere. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you know, they're just cartoony and fun. You know, right. Frankenstein's and skeletons on them and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> were you
0: doing? Uh, um- digital were you doing it digitally at that point or was it
2: no no it was uh it was all just ink and and markers and then they would silkscreen them you know mm, okay send them over to china and then get silkscreened right um but they, they were cool too like you know they didn't always need me but they kept me around because they knew i needed a job and oh, that's cool and if i had an animation job come up they'd be like oh yeah take your time we're we're good you know yeah, that's great um and then I got into a company that was doing animated movie trailers and I kind of geared into effects animation for a little bit. Uh,
0: effects animation? What's effects
2: animation? Well, like, uh, you know, traditionally like the Disney movies, there'd be like the character animators would do all the guys walking around and Tinkerbell flying around. And then there'd be an effects animator that would come in and do all the little sparkly dust
1: stuff. Oh, okay. Right.
2: And it was hand-drawn and done with, you know, photo optical effects, you know, Mm -mm. not not digital how it would be done now. Yeah. uh, So there was, you know, I was just doing cold calls because back then there was no internet to find jobs who's hiring. Yeah. You know, it was like call number 50, like, hi, I'm uh, an animator, I'm wondering if you're looking for animators.
0: Isn't that amazing when you think about how everything you had to do was by a phone. You had, you had to call people in person yep. or you'd like even writing letters was a thing yeah. still back then.
2: And you had to know where these companies were located. Right. And there
0: was no <laughs> internet to look them up. You had to like right. go through phone books or right. ask people. It's crazy
2: to think yeah. about it. There was these, these books at Cal arts called the, I think they called the four one one book. Oh, yeah, just,
1: yeah, yeah. I forgot about that.
2: Yeah, They'd update like, them every year, yeah. and it'd be like a list of companies. Yep. With phone numbers and contacts, and, and you know, half of them you'd call, and the company wouldn't be around anymore. Right. Or, or they changed their number or something. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like, uh, you know, kind of a, a sad way to do it. You know, you're just <laughs> dejected, you know, like, no, sorry, we don't need your help. Mm-hmm it's one place I called, uh, Lumini productions. I think it was called, uh, the, the receptionist's like, what did you say? They're like, Oh, I'm a freelance animator. Uh, one second. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> like, when can you come in? <laughs> oh, wow. Like, oh, great. And so it was a project. They were doing a special piece of animation for a, um, a Disney movie that wasn't out yet. Uh, beauty and the beast. Mm. And, um, uh, for the trailer they wanted Actually the movie was out But they were doing a special trailer To kind of get people excited about it again You know how they Yeah. The movie's been out for a month But let's do something to bring them back in right. um, And so they wanted A rotating rose um, That morphed Into the two dancers You know Beauty and the Beast Dancing mm-hmm. in the room And so they had some rotoscope stuff Of that and they said, Can you do it? I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Uh, you know, I, I showed them my reel and I'm like, Oh, this isn't what we're do <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I can do other stuff. I went tell arts. I've trained in the Disney style. I can do these. <laughs> and they, they took a chance on me. I guess their, one of their go to people, uh, you know, was sick or something. And so, mm-hmm. and uh, they had another person, but they like to give, you know, the client options so I animated my version and this other person did their version and and mine got chosen oh wow so then I did did it all cleaned up did a nice version of it and uh someone else painted it because they they airbrushed it Ah. did an amazing job painting it but um yeah so I don't know if you can find that trailer anymore but yeah
0: I bet it's out there somewhere
2: yeah so I did a few things like that and I did uh some work on uh, a Frosty the snowman sequel <laughs> <laughs> was one of the animators on that. So. Wow.
1: <laughs>
2: but at, at some point I just kind of, um, uh, shifted into illustration.
0: Yeah. How did that, uh, happen?
2: How did that, do you um, really? yeah, I, uh, I was into video games as a kid yeah. and as, as a young adult, I like, Oh, cool! I actually have money to buy video games now, so all I'm right. going.
1: <laughs> yeah, um,
2: I uh, was in a video game store back when they had just, you know, mom and pop video game stores, and, and just looking at stuff, and this guy starts talking to me. And I, I had this leather jacket on, a leather biker jacket that had a big red skull on it that I painted. <laughs> of course, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the long hair and all that, and. And this guy just starts talking to me and, and I'm like, uh, Hey, he's like, Hey, are you an artist? I'm like, Oh uh, yeah, actually I am.
1: Uh,
2: leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he just kept talking to me and, uh, he's like, can you draw robots? I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I suppose I can draw robots. I'm like, Oh yeah. Well, you know, cause, uh, I'm working for a guy that's there. You know, do you read video game magazines? I'm like, Oh, not really. Oh, well this, you know, I'm with a group of people and we're starting our own video game magazine. I'm like, Oh, okay. And yeah, we need the art director. I'm like, Oh, 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 okay. Well, keep talking. You know? <laughs>
0: um, was this in LA or the LA yeah, area?
2: Uh, uh, the shop was in Valencia. Okay. Santa Clarita.
0: Okay. Uh, that's pretty, that's kind of like, a. it's kind of, what are the chances of that happening in Valencia? Right. You know, I mean, I could see maybe in Hollywood or something. Right, one of the Hollywood comic shops or something. It's
2: well, I guess I stood out a little bit, you know, yeah. being in <laughs> Valencia when I was more conservative back then, right? But, um, but uh, this uh, guy just was talking up this project, and I was like, "Well, that sounds interesting. Sure, I'll I'll stop by." And um, they were located in Tarzana, mm-hmm. and I guess they were a video game store, and they put out. Like a flyer, like a monthly flyer that was popular, and they're like, you know, let's do a magazine. And, wow. and I met the the guys, and they all seemed really enthusiastic and excited. And, and there was just something there that was like, well, this hmm, this is interesting. And, I, and again, I talked to the the owner and the guy who was putting this thing together, and uh, he and he referenced this Japanese video game magazine where the they had a mascot character, and all the c- covers were were airbrushed. Like, can you airbrush? You know, because I showed them drawings I did and stuff, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I can airbrush." I'm like, "Oh, you know, <laughs> one of those things." Like, okay, I gotta learn how to airbrush. So, <laughs> yeah, and so they gave me an assignment, like, well, you know, a few things with titles and video game characters and like Mario and Sonic the Hedgehog and stuff like that, and, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, well, show us in a couple weeks," and I'm like, okay. And so I, right after that meeting, I went to an art store and like bought a how-to airbrush book. <laughs> I owned an airbrush, but I mostly just used it for like painting smoke or clouds, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, right. And so I was like, oh, okay. oh Frisket, oh, I need to get some of that. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, all right. And, it, and the book came with like a project inside it, like, you know, follow mm-hmm. these steps. And- I may have it-
0: had that book.
2: Was it like a big letter E and you paint it gold, I <laughs> stuff like remember. that? I
0: can't remember, but I got like an. I remember having an airbrush book like that, and it had a step-by-step thing in it.
2: Right, and so I I did that, and of course, like I cut the friskets way too hard, and the thing was you know, I cut through the <laughs> illustration. <board. laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, no, don't put so much pressure on the frisket. <laughs> but. uh, you know, and then uh, I, I, you know, the, the the project, my first project came out terrible, and I, but I, I learned what not to do, and then mm-hmm. the second one was like, oh, get the hang of it, and then, uh, I had a, like I was going to go meet my parents for that one of the weekends while I was working on this job in Pismo Beach, where you can rent ATVs and ride in the sand dunes Yeah, yeah. and so I I just brought my kit with me, the airbrush and compressor and my light box and and I'll just work out in the hotel room you know Um, and then as luck would have it the first day out riding I get a piece of sand caught in my eye oh shit that's my cornea (laughs) (laughs) and it was like super painful and I'm like I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine and then finally I'm like okay I need to go to the emergency room. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you really did a number on your eye hair, and I cleaned it out. And and then I had to wear an eye patch for, like, the next day, next couple days. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I had this project to finish up. So <laughs> oh, my God. I barely had an airbrush, and I'm frigging <laughs> Cyclops. <laughs> 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 but... Uh, <laughs> as luck would have it, it, it came out pretty good and showed them the, the work and they were, you know, they were all on board. <laughs> and then you were, and the name, huh?
0: This is the, the magazine you ended up being the, becoming the art director.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. The magazine is called game fan, diehard yeah.
0: fan. Uh-huh, diehard game fan.
2: Yeah. So in it, it, it was a little startup company and, uh, and it got really popular really quickly and, I was there for quite a few years. it's <laughs> awesome. And once again, they had money trouble, and I kind of left and mm. had an opportunity to go interview with Stan Winston. So I took it, and, and he offered me a job on the spot. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. Ooh, <laughs> how, how, how long did you work there? Uh, the first time working there was, was back in, I think, 96, mm-hmm. 96. Ninety-six, um, and it was only for about a year. Okay. I, I didn't, I didn't really know what the industry was like. That, you know, you work on a project, you get laid off, and then you get brought back on. Yeah. You know? So I, I worked on, you know, a handful of things, and then you know it was slow, and I found out I was getting laid off. So I was like, oh no, I better find another. Gig, you know
0: <laughs> that's the way it's you get laid off you do the project you get laid off and you and the day you get laid off you start but, your un- unemployment insurance and then you look for more work while you're unemployment and then you it's like the cycle of of affects people you know
2: i ended up figuring that out but <laughs> unfortunately i i signed a contract with someone uh um who wanted to it was affiliated with the video game magazine they they wanted to bring me back but in the role of heading up a video game development uh, division of the magazine. Like, so I'd be making the game. So I'm like, oh, oh that
0: that's cool.
2: So again, I'd, I'd have, you know, to say what game would get made. and Wow. So I'm making a horror game. <laughs> 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 and, you know. Yeah. So I ended up signing with them. And then, um, you know, the next day, I guess Stan talked to my supervisor. He's like, you know, I don't know if I want to lose Terry. See if he, see if he wants to stay. Uh... And, like, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh,
2: yeah, I but you not... had a
0: contract though with this other place, which is better because then yeah. it's like, you know, you got employment for a certain amount of time in right. writing, which you never get in effects.
2: Right. Well, theoretically.
0: Oh, okay
2: turns out this guy was not really a good guy. And uh, like for a little bit, you know, it was going pretty good. But then, you know, it just, none of the stuff would happen. Like he said, it would happen. The money wasn't there. Like he said, it was there. Uh, that sucks. Oh, so, yeah. But I, I eventually got back to Stan Winston. Oh, okay. And was there for you know, a few more years. Oh, cool.
0: What'd you work on there?
2: Uh, let's see, I... I I did a little bit on Jurassic Park Two. Uh-huh. Um, I worked on his his short film video, uh, Michael Jackson's Ghosts. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I did some character design and, and I storyboarded. So that was fun. Yeah, I was just design. I didn't I didn't do any sculpting or anything. Right. I, I kind of was hoping to get in and and learn some of that. Yeah, but.
0: it's cool. It's cool. It's it's great sculpting is great. I mean, it's yeah. so much fun. But but really, um, one thing I I learned by the end of my career in effects was that being a designer is kind of the top of the food chain. You know, being an illustrator, creating designing the effects is kind of above yeah. all of that in a way because you know you're dictating how the thing looks and right, you're not getting right. you're not breathing toxic shit in you know and you're yeah
2: there's always that smell down in the sculpting room of like <laughs> in the paint room yep. like, hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah so i was up in a design room with uh, another artist and uh you know crash mccreary
0: yeah 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 i was gonna ask you how was it working with him he was like because he was like stan's main
2: guy forever yeah. right he was the main guy for for a long time and Cra- crash is awesome yeah he? you know I I would just sometimes just go in and watch him draw, you know. He's really talented. Yeah, and all pencil. Mm-hmm. And working on these big pieces on illustration board and, you know, designing all the dinosaurs for Jurassic Park. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I learned a lot just by, you know, watching him work. And yeah. That's a great guy. Yeah, we're, we're still friends. Oh, cool. Um.
0: He'd be a good guy to have on the podcast, too.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I can uh, send a message to him and see if he. Yeah, that'd be awesome. He'd be down. Yeah.
0: How many uh, people were, were doing were working when you were there? Was it like just you and him, or a lot of
2: uh, designers? It was me, him, and another guy. And well, Stan was pretty great. He he let anybody in the shop like if they wanted to contribute an idea for a design, you know they could. So, oh, that's were, amazing. Some of his some of his sculptors uh, were actually really good at drawing too. Like mm-hmm. this guy Joey Joey Roscoe. Oh yeah, I know Joey. Yeah, yeah Joey's he's awesome. great. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, and awesome sculptor. Yeah, really good. And so, you know, so they would contribute too. Uh, but you know, I was solely just design and uh, and this is back you know, at when I was working at GameFan, I learned how to paint. That's when I ha- learned how to paint uh, in Photoshop.
1: Mm.
2: I, I just taught myself with one of the one of the layout guys. I'm like, so this Photoshop, you know, and I see a little airbrush icon. Does that work like a real airbrush? He's like, oh yeah. And is there a way to cut out friskets? You know, he's like, oh yeah, this clipping tool. i like, yeah. <laughs> I started playing around, and he encouraged me, and so then maybe by issue. To five or six, I started doing the covers digitally at GameFan, hmm. and we were also unique at the time. It was the first all digitally published magazine.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a big deal a lot back then.
2: And, face and you know. Yeah. And so yeah, it was it was a big deal, and and you know, I, and I think I was one of the first. Guys, to be published as a digital Photoshop painter. Wow, I wasn't great, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> pretty good for a mouse. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. doing it with the mouse,
2: <laughs> you know, I, I got better towards the end there. But.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it was amazing. <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, so Crash was great. Um, I, sorry, I tangented myself. That's
0: Talking about <laughs> uh yeah just you know what it was like working at stands you said uh some of the sculptors would contribute designs
2: oh,
0: and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh and it was but, just a small crew of illustrators just you and crash and another guy and
2: yeah and uh they had one computer
0: <laughs> everyone fighting over the computer
2: basically i yeah. remember
0: those days <laughs>
2: like, well, i want to color now I'm like yeah. no i want to paint <laughs> <laughs> but uh but it was kind of cool because I'm like, you know, a lot of these guys didn't really know how to paint digitally yet. And they're like, oh, well, here, let me, right. so I'm, let me show you how to do it. Are you familiar with this? <laughs> 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 and so that was kind of like, oh, this guy knows how to paint. Okay, cool. Um, so a lot of the guys from heading up different projects, like, hey, I'm, I'm doing the mail. T-Rex I'm in charge of the sculpt on that and we're trying to do color designs can you paint some up for me I'm like oh yeah sure so so I did color concepts for a ton of the dinosaurs which was awesome
0: oh were you doing it over sculptures
2: uh yeah like uh yeah exactly photographs of the clay maquettes and yeah stuff
0: like that. I used to love that's such a great way to design a paint job I used to do that all the time it's like yeah it's, it's so great
2: that you uh you know you're your shadows are already in there so yeah. it's, it's it for you. So nope,
0: nope. dealing with perspective and all that stuff, it's just like exactly. paint on it and all the sh- values are there already.
2: Right. And some were, some were drawings. Like I, I painted over a couple of crashes of drawings uh, here and there. So that oh, was wow. always fun. That's cool. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. So people would, you know, so I was, you know, well, well, Used in the, the shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a mutual Is that, way. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Is that the only um, effects, makeup effects shop you worked at?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Oh. Uh, yeah. How I came to get there, I, one of the guys at GameFan he'd always talk about his, his grandma Faye and she knows this guy, Stan Winston. He's the guy that made all the, the physical dinosaurs in the first Jurassic Park and, and stuff. And he's like, I bet if I asked her, I bet I could, I bet you could get an interview there. I'm like, Oh, right. Why is he going to want me? You know, I'm mm-hmm. nobody. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know that world. Um, I mean, I, I love monsters. I've always loved monsters. As a kid. Yeah. Uh, Godzilla, and all that stuff. I can tell. Um. Um, But uh, so he's like, and and like I said, the the magazine started having issues financially, and they had some other people come in to try to help, and they weren't very good guys. And I'm like, "Eh, maybe I'll take my friend up on his offer. So he's like, oh, come have lunch with my grandma and me, and we'll. And I, I knew she was in the film business, mm-hmm. and like, you know, he'd always say like, "Oh yeah, she worked on King Kong." And wow, I'm like, wow. I'm like that's pretty amazing. Yeah, like, that's cool. So, so I go and meet. You know, she takes us out to lunch, and you know, Beverly Hills, Rodeo Drive, some fancy place, you know. And, and you know, she talked about her relationship with Stan. I guess through marriage, uh, she married one of Stan Winston's cousins or something. Okay. So there's like a relationship there and, you know, that she worked on King Kong, uh, you know, the big, you know, King Kong is one of everybody's favorite films. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she's like, well, I'll go put in a good word for you. So she she did. And, um, I got an interview set up and, um, so, and, and I'm not, Somewhere in between meeting my friend's grandma And the interview I found out like oh grandma Faye Is actually Faye Ray Are you serious? I had lunch with Faye Ray Holy shit <laughs> No way I think it probably worked out better Because I wasn't all like oh my god you're Faye Ray oh. <laughs> you know. But it, it was great So Amazing wow Fay Ray is this kid's grandma <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I know. So And so in between that and meeting Sam Winston, I'm like, Holy shit, I met Faye Ray. And so and that's why she has such a great relationship with Sam, you know, it's like right. and yeah, everybody loves that movie so yeah. much. So I, I had a really good uh, you know <laughs> recommendation from her and so I you know, I brought a bunch of my Game Fan covers that I illustrated to show Stan, and I brought, you know, monster sketches from sketchbooks, and, um, and at one point at Game Fan, you know, we we created our own mascot. It was kind of this big, muscly blue guy with a TV for a head. Mm-hmm. And his name was Monitor. a <laughs> <laughs> Monitor. Mon- monitor, you know, like a u r. Right, right. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. So and at one point, they wanted a mascot suit built. And so I'm like, ah, I could probably do it. And I went and kind of talked to some people. And I built the foam rubber muscle suit and covered it. with the, And it came out really good. Oh, wow. So I had pictures of that that I built, you know, me constructing it on a mannequin. And, and just, you know winging it but Stan was like wow you made this I'm like yeah like, oh, so you can you can do that too I'm like yeah I, you know yeah. <laughs> and I had done a little sculpting like I sculpted a uh, the same mascot I sculpted like a trophy version of him kind of going like number one <laughs> and we ended those out for video game awards one year these little we we cast the sculpture I did and in, in Lucite and yeah it came pretty good too That's cool. <laughs> so he, he was impressed with my work. And like I said, he, he offered me a job. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs>
1: wow.
2: Yeah. I'm like, uh, okay, well give me a couple of weeks to let people know. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I got back that same day and, and he was super nice and excited to have me. And, um, and then I'm like, wow, I could be working on movies. I can be working on movies. It's so cool. And then my first project that stands was like, so, I'm designing a video game. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> like that a video game? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Typecast, <laughs> but actually, right? But, but it, it's actually really a really fun project. There was this project. It it never got made, but it was called Monster Street Hockey. <laughs> so, I just got to design. Crazy kind of big daddy raw hockey player monster guys and just I just went crazy with just bizarro designs. That sounds <laughs> like, like fun, man! It was so fun. I I posted a couple of them online. Um, oh, okay, cool. Well, I'll have to see like on my Facebook page and stuff. But cool. I'll have to see if I can post more of those. Yeah,
0: it sounds amazing. It sounds really
2: fun. And because after doing the video game magazine for five years, you know, I was like, "Uh, I don't want to paint another Mario for a while, (laughs) Uh, you know, you know, I was happy when it was like a a Resident Evil game. Like, oh, cool. I can paint something cool. Crazy. Right. Um, but, you know, I painted the covers every month there and, and created little mascot characters for our editors and the writers. Mm hmm. I got to design my own
1: characters
2: inside the magazine.
0: So it, was, cool. it was it was wasn't a bad job <laughs> yeah no it sounds cool so what do you uh I mean, what are you doing now how how are you what what's your sounds like you're doing a from i was reading up on you and it sounds like you're doing a lot of different things to earn your yeah. living
2: yeah um so you know I've, I've had ups and downs in my career you know uh had had a lot of lean times, you know
0: yeah <laughs> oh, yeah tell me
2: about as, it as all of us in the freelance world have i'm sure yep but uh, you know i was freelance for about five years uh w- way back maybe 15 years ago or so and you know i was excuse me doing fine and uh but then you know the the jobs started kind of drying up. You know I, I was doing a lot of video game box art covers, mm, okay, stuff. and you know magazine covers. And then you know those jobs were getting fewer and far between. And you know I just was, uh, you know, trying to get a job. And then I then I was trying to get a job back in the video game development again. Uh, uh, well, I I. I been in video game development here and there, um, mm. a little short stints at smaller companies, um, and so I was trying to get jobs in back in effects and back in video games as like character designer, character concept art, and I just wasn't getting any of these jobs, and um, it's because a lot of it had moved into digital. You know, right. everybody's 3D, and like, well, we don't need a guy that it's going to spend a lot of time on a drawing and then paint it and then have someone else have to build it. Right. They're like, well, what video, what 3d packages do you know? I'm like, well, I, I sort of know 3d studio max, but (laughs) I haven't used it in five years. So I'm sure (laughs) I wouldn't be able to do what you're asking. (laughs) So it was just getting harder and harder to find like illustration jobs, you know, the stuff that I was kind of doing, Mm -hmm. you know, painting, digital painting stuff. Um, but then I uh, got a job with an advertising company that had a big project and they needed a guy who was into cars, which that's one of my other big loves is cars. You know? mm-hmm. uh, which is why I love Mad Max so much. Yeah. <laughs> More on that later.
0: <laughs> yes, right, I know. Another <laughs> another one of our mutual favorite roads. I heard
2: you, you say that in one of your podcasts. I'm like, oh <laughs> <laughs> brother. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so the gig turned out to be illustrating the packaging for Hot Wheels one. Oh, cool. Like one season or whatever they call it. That's a, that's a good job. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I got to paint just so many cars. Like I have probably painted about a hundred cars that year. Wow. Yeah. And it was fun. Um, just I really bet. high, high polished Yeah. Illustration. Um, and uh, but you know that that kind of wound down, and instead of keeping me on, they're like, "Well, all right, to let you go." And I'm like, "Okay." I mean, the hours were not the best at this place, and some of the management wasn't the best. Of this place. Mm. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm kind of done with advertising," and I I went back to video game development. Um, and they had a gig that was about nine months of needing a guy that. I was basically just painting, digitally painting backgrounds. I was like, oh, it sounds like cool. It's a, it's a Batman game. I'm like, all right. Cool. Mm, that's cool. Uh, one of the Batman animated series. Oh, so cool. like, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, all right. So I did that. And then uh, they wanted to keep me on for another project, but they, they couldn't afford to just keep paying me. Like, well, you know, can you hang out for a month or two while the. We finalized the arrangements on the next project. I'm like sure, um, you know, two months turned into three, it turned into four. I'm like, uh. and meanwhile, a, a guy I worked with at this other agency, he um, was like, "Hey, can you fill in for somebody?" Um, he he didn't like working at this same ad agency, and he left and went on to bigger, better things. And um, but he always. I guess remembered me and um, and I'm like uh, I don't want to be an advertiser anymore. I don't I don't like the hours. I don't like the grueling and the money's good though, right? The
0: money's good.
2: The, mo- the money's
1: good.
0: I did some stuff for for Kalua. Kahlu- yeah. I did this. Oh, uh-huh. They had these this ad ad campaign where they had these pre-Columbian figures, these okay. sculptures and the, and they um they had me just sculpt small pre-Columbian figures. And paint them that looked really realistic and then they'd have a photographer photograph them next to the Kahlua bottle wow. and uh, they would send me real pre-columbian figures in a box like one time they sent me one it was all broken like they ah. just didn't even give a shit there was so much money there yeah
2: no, you know I, it's it's, 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 it's kind like of that's broken. where all the money
0: yeah it's like i remember going into the office when i went in there for the meeting it was like i'd never been anywhere like that before it's totally another level beyond film or anything you
2: know yeah it is it's you know but it was a means to an end you know yeah, like for sure. I said, I, it, it had been about a year since i got anything substantial work-wise mm. and i kind of knew that the hours were going to be bad so now i'm out. i'm gonna make this work mm. and i did and i was still single so i was like whatever yeah right um but yeah you're right um so I, so I, I didn't want to take this job like, and my friend was begging me he's like <laughs> he's like, it's not like this other place you know we go home on time and it's you know they're much cooler here I'm like uh, I don't know dude don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this place was in Pasadena so I'd have to commute um, I'm like uh I've talked and, I, talk, and I, I had since uh, I was either engaged or just no I, I was engaged at the time or living with my girlfriend. I'm like, I don't know. These places wipe you out. She's like, ah, they only need you for a couple months. Just do it. It's good money. And like, okay, you're right. So I I took, took him up on his offer. Um, and then it turned out, well, it it was ironic. The first week working there was a crunch week where we were working till midnight and we had to work the weekend. (laughs) And he's like, he's like, it's never like this. I'm like, it's, so sorry. it's, not like, it's never like this. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Sucker. <laughs> but I mean, I laughed. I'm like, yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Right. But it turns out it, it was kind of a fluke that we had to do this. Um, but they liked my work. And and it turns out that, yeah, we did get to go home on time. And it, it wasn't crazy and it was a lot more laid back. And, That's cool. Um, at times. <laughs> <All>
1: right.
2: Um, <laughs> so I ended up sticking around and because this video game company, you know, it was, it was quite a while when, before they were ready for me and I'm like, you know, I'm making a lot of money here. Uh, sorry guys. I uh, missed your window. And then I stayed there for the next eight years. Oh wow. <laughs> and, uh, You know, like I said, we went through some rough times too where people got let go and we were short-staffed but still having to produce the same amount of work. So Mm -hmm. late nights and weekends happened for several months in a row. You know, the the guy I worked with, um, his name is Clarence Lansing. He was my art director and then became my creative director. Mm -hmm. And he ran the illustration department. And he's a really great guy and super talented, taught me a lot of stuff. And like, as far as digital painting goes, like he knew so much more than I knew, and, and so I was able to learn all this new techniques and mm-hmm. tricks of the trade and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it 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 led me to doing better in my own personal work. My right. Own personal work. Um, but you know, and and I, and I've talked to you. I think it was a year or two ago. Like. I know, because you left the business because you couldn't take the hours and the stress and the bullshit. And, right. And that's kind of where I was at, like just the clients making all these unreasonable. Oh,
0: yeah. I remember t- <laughs> I remember talking to you about this. <laughs> yeah,
2: and I was, yeah, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, is there life after, you know, a day job? And you're like, yes. <laughs> I think you said there's different stresses, but they are better stresses. <laughs> right,
0: pretty much. The hours, the hour thing doesn't change, you know, it's like. Right. That's the thing is I actually, in effects, I was, I had gotten to the point where, you know, I was working at good shops, like I was working at Rick Baker's and spectral motion and, 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 and those were places that generally you got to leave, you go in at um, eight and you got to leave at five and for the most part. So it was, for me, it was the commute and all the bullshit with the um, design, you know, being, you know, the whole producer who doesn't know how to draw a stick figure telling you to change your design, how to
2: draw a stick figure, yeah.
0: that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, yep. I, and just not being able to kind of express my own thing and really having this desire to, to just do my own work, you know? Right. Um, but the hours, you know, the money's not as good and the hours are probably longer. That's, but you know, you get to do what you want really yeah. and succeed or fail on that, which is kind of amazing. Right. You know, self empowering kind of thing.
2: Yeah. No. Absolutely. I mean, when you can kind of pick and choose your projects more, you mm-hmm. know, you don't. You don't always. You can't always. Sometimes you need, right. to make, sometimes absolutely. You need to make. the rent. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, but but for example, though, I had to, I had uh, I had to pay my property tax and my personal tax. Like I owe all this money last month out of right. nowhere, out of nowhere, right? Mine's so, coming up too. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "Okay, I got to make some money." And so yeah. instead of waiting to be hired or or whatever, or trying to hustle up some freelance stuff, I was like, "Okay, what can I make that's going to sell, where I can still be doing my thing creatively, something I enjoy, which is painting, and make some money." So I did all those little studies of all these black and white horror films I love, and the monsters, and
2: and, and I want to say. You are nailing those likenesses, dude. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause I, I know you don't do a lot of the portrait stuff, but
0: it's hard, man. It's hard to get, a, yeah, that's, a, that's why I, I appreciate that. But that's why I enjoy, it's also like an exercise cause it's hard to do. You know how hard it is to get a likeness.
2: Right. Oh God. Sometimes like, I start three times over. Yeah. Like, why isn't this working? Oh, and you finally figured out on the third attempt.
0: Right. Right. So it's like, it, it's, it, it's making, uh, it's something that people will buy. Mm-hmm. It's something I enjoy doing and it's good, yeah. pra- it's good practice. So, yeah. so basically I guess my point is uh, when I need money, I can still kind of do my own thing within my, my wheelhouse and something that I enjoy right. You right. Know, instead of just doing like, I don't know, portraits of football players or something I'm not into. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
2: exactly. No, I, yeah. In
0: eh, case I have to do that, but <laughs> I, you know, I, I would probably do that if it, was, <laughs> if it was, if I needed the money and it was a good enough, you know, paycheck, but, right. but I guess that's, I guess point being again is, uh, it's, it's a little more self-directed, you know, mm-hmm. you know, which is the, the, the big reward you get, you know, right, and and the reason you do all the suffering and the long hours and the pay
2: cut amen amen um so yeah
0: i I didn't mean to interrupt you what where 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 were we going you were uh
2: (laughs) i'm probably talking too much anyway (laughs) no no,
0: it's an interview (laughs) it's an interview of you i mean that's the whole point of this thing um i guess why i was asking kind of what you're doing now and and
2: right uh yeah i forgot where i would left off though um uh oh uh so I was I was ready to leave, but I was ready to quit, but you know, just bought a house with my yeah. wife, I have a kid now, yep. a little a young boy uh so it's like uh, I'll just stick it out, you know yep. yeah i I stuck it out a few more years, and then uh but the last two years I was just like, I, I gotta get out of this. That's, that's
0: that. was me, man. It was yeah. like seven. It was. I think I stayed in effects seven years because I had. A, I just bought a house. Wow. K- kids. You do have a lot. Of time. Yeah, yeah. And I, and so I was like working on my fine art career while I was working in effects for seven yep. years.
2: I, I was doing the same thing, working
0: I'm, every night and on weekends, any spare moment, even at lunch hours. I remember being at Rick Baker's, yeah. teaching myself to paint during the lunch hour. You know.
2: That's what I was doing. I was like. I have a sketch that I need to do for a freelance thing and I would sketch it out on my, my lunch break right. or I'm having a show coming up. I'll do my sketching for, you know, my lunch break. Right. You know. Right. And yeah, uh, I was basically working two jobs. like yeah, you. I, exactly. I had a big, very demanding advertising job. <laughs> uh, l- luckily this advertising job was most of their clientele was video games. So mm-hmm. back, in my wheelhouse, I'm like, oh well, yeah. So I was painting fun stuff, you know. Right. I, I I would get to paint horror games and sci-fi games. It, it wasn't just Mario and, right. and Sonic. But, so it, it was it was fun stuff, for the most part. Right. <laughs> and zombies. We, we got to do a, a few cool zombie Oh, projects, nice. So. Um. Uh. The, the Waking Dead. Waking, waking Dead. Walking Wait. Walking. No, not the Walking Dead. Dead Rising, no, not Dead Rising either. It's one of these. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'll think of it later. Okay. <laughs> it's a very prominent zombie game, and uh, we Is won an award for Is it the, the one Earth. on the, the
0: island that takes place on an island? It's my oh, kid. I know what you talking about. My kid plays, my kid would know the name of it. He plays all these games.
2: Um, No, it's not that. I think that one was called Dead Island. Dead Island, yeah. I think you're right. I, I think it might be the same people that made this other one though
0: um, it doesn't matter
2: yeah. w- one of those zombie things. yes <laughs> <laughs> but anyway after talking to you I, I was like okay I, maybe I maybe I will leave this job and I still wasn't brave enough to leave and then as luck would have it they ran into a kind of a s- string of bad luck there and lost some clients and lost some projects and couldn't afford to keep everybody there. So I was one of the guys that got laid off. That's what happened to me too. Dude. Seven years in,
0: I'm doing, I'm working on this career. I I, actually, I mean, the uh, spectral was cool enough to give me time off when I needed it. Like I I had, I got a show in uh, Berlin or London and, and they, you know, I got to take time off and, and, but eventually they laid me off and it's like, I don't know that I would have had the balls to just quit on my own. And so, and then they laid me off. I've told the story before, but they laid me off. Um, like it was like, you're, you're, you know, you're going to be laid off Friday. And it was like that week. So it was mm. like no warning or anything. And, um, and some guy, this guy, uh, this guy is now a friend of mine a collector, um, Chad Harrion just emailed me out of the blue and asked if he could, He's like, I've never bought a painting before, but I have to have this painting. I just got my tax return back. So how, what do I do? And so it was like the kind of the confirmation I needed to go because I was going, okay, should I try and you know get another job at a shop? Because I, I was still scared to not have a paycheck coming in. And then I was like, or should I just go for this, you know, this fine art thing full time? And then that email came in like right after I was really thinking about that. And I was like, okay, that's a sign. I'll take that as a sign to do the fine art thing and not go look for another job. And then I never went back. Well, I, I mean, I I did a couple gigs here and there for a, a yeah. week, week or two, but I was right. committed to that path.
2: That's awesome, man! What a trip! Wow!
0: <laughs> yeah. Another, okay. Another so, similarity. So, yeah. Wow.
2: So keep going. Um. How funny. So, yeah. Trip. Yeah, and it kind of came out of left field, because uh, my supervisor was like, he wasn't even aware that. They were thinking about letting me go because I was kind of like, you know, he was the the head illustrator, and I was kind of like, you know, s- second from that usually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some some projects I was lead illustrator, but and so it took me by surprise, and I was kind of like, oh no, okay, well, don't panic yet. I'm like, you know, maybe the universe is answering your request for you, which, right. which I think it was. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It, it, it totally made the decision for me. He's like, well, he's not going to leave on his own. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to make it happen. This is what he needs. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but like I said, I, I liked working with all the people there. You know, we, yeah. we had a good illustration department and a lot of the art directors there were great. And we're sad to see me go. And I was like, mm. yeah. but, uh, and I had a few, um, Which my call it commissions that were kind of backing up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, so and so wants me to do painting, and then there's two other ones behind him, and um, and this was like, this was two October's ago, so it was over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and and a guy was like, hey, can you do? You have any interest in doing a commission painting? I'm like, I would love to. Oh, what painting?
0: Oh a commission, commission
2: mm-hmm. yeah, and so I'm like, yes, you <laughs> <do> have time. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, a lot of my stuff is digitally painted, but this was a an oil uh, commission. Mm. Um, what was it of? Uh, Lord Darkness from uh, Legend, the Legend movie. Oh, cool! Yeah, with the big devil horns and yeah, Tim Curry's character.
0: That's a fun one
2: yeah. And so I'm like, okay. And so I, I sketched it up and was kind of doing a, a color blocking on Photoshop. And he's like, Oh, I was hoping you could do this in oils. I'm like, oh, oh, it's like, and I want to be a present for someone for Christmas. You have time. On. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've, I've done like two oil paintings before. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I, have done a lot of acrylic painting,
1: right? Not
2: a lot, but, uh, you know, a handful. And I was, proficient with acrylics um, so I just took on the challenge and did it and uh, he loved it and you know he could get to charge more for oils so. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like cool and then a couple other commissions were, were waiting so yeah and it was just kind of like projects kind of kept rolling in I'm like uh, okay I think this is going to be okay. And
0: you've just been doing that ever since, kind of? or Almost. Um,
2: there was a video game company I worked with 10 years ago, that, that company that was like, we want to hire you back, but our next project isn't ready yet, that mm-hmm. one.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it, it turns out they were located in very close to where I live now. Like it's literally a five-minute drive. Really? So I'm like, I'll go in there one day and see if see if some of the friends I worked with are still there. And you know, I knew the owner and I knew all the head guys there. Mm-hmm. I, uh, um, they're called Way Forward, and they kind of do these retro video games. that oh, they're cool. kind of known for. Yeah, kind of classic style action platformer stuff. Mm-hmm. They do other stuff. They do like 3D stuff too, but. um, so I just kind of came in with my son one day to say hi and, and was talking to the, the, the creative director there and a friend of mine. And he was, oh, so how are you doing? I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm just kind of, uh, I forget what I said. I'm like, I'm kind of doing my own thing now. You know, I'm, I'm off, I'm a sole proprietor or something like that. And he's like, oh, you're available? <laughs> I had no idea. We could totally use someone like you. I, I you know, I, I didn't think you'd be available for something like this. Like, oh, well we'll you have mine? And and it again was painting backgrounds and stuff for video game. Like, yeah. oh cool. So I freelanced uh for a couple months doing that with him and then another project came up where they they needed like a guy in house there. And I'm like, Well, it's just up the road. Mm-hmm. Um so I've been doing that since uh, January. Okay, cool. And the project I'm on is almost done. Hmm. And so, yeah, it's just painting all day. And and I come home for lunch every day and get to see my son. And, That's cool. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm still doing the big projects on the side and stuff. Right. But I know I, I feel like I kind of chickened out a little bit. You know, I was... On my own, and then I I kind of got sucked back into but,
0: something. But. but but you know it, it's you, you gotta you gotta follow the universe. You yeah, know what I mean, it's like something like a, a good job that you enjoy the people. If it comes up, it's five minutes okay. from your house. Yeah, you know, it'd be kind of crazy not to take it. Um, I, I can't say that I wouldn't take a job like that if yeah, it was it's, down the street and you right. Know, I and I still do things commercial things once in a while like i sure you know it's it's like when i first got out i was like yeah the last is the same thing last couple years i was so depressed working because Mm -hmm. i was you know i was starting to sell and seeing the potential to right and and that freedom and um it was so hard to go to work every day even though i'm working on great stuff fun you know sculpting monsters i mean how much more fun can you get but um I was so I was just like, but it was just terrible. Like the commute was killing me. Everything was bugging me. It was so such a bummer. And right. then I got out and I was like, uh, you know, I'm not gonna do any anything. And yeah. then, and then you get enough time away from that, and then it's like you get called for a little sculpting job. And it's like, oh yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. You know, that'd be fun. Or even a job that <clears throat> lasts a few weeks or a few months. It's like, <clears throat> yeah, this is. You know, basically, um, you know, I don't have to work for someone. I'm choosing to do this for this time right now, and I have this other thing I'm continuing to, to do. So it's like, you know,
2: right? It's all good, right? Well, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So it's more like having the, you know, when you're when you're working on your, you know, doing your own thing, you can. You know, make the make those choices for yourself as to sure. you know right, right. bringing more money or whatever. It doesn't mean you're giving up on on that thing. It's just you know strategic.
2: No, that's true. Um, I'll I'll double back again to my advertising career. Mm-hmm. Uh, back, you know, that first uh, the first gig. You know, I was painting a lot, and I joined a like an online caricature group. Mm-hmm. that you know you had a challenge to draw a caricature of, of someone each week or every two weeks and you post them and mm-hmm. people pick the best one and blah 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 and i was doing that for a while but uh and it started getting me quicker at doing portraity type stuff and then the complaint i kept getting was like well he's his aren't caricatured enough you know he's He's more portraity. He shouldn't be in this group, like, right? <laughs> okay, well, I don't need to be in this group. So, <laughs> but it's funny because my my works. The more I started focusing on my painting, the more it just was kind of this natural progression into more realistic portraiture, not caricature. You know, right, right. And trying to capture the character in a portrait, and not just. I'm going to make a big nose and a giant <laughs> forehead. <and there. laughs>
1: right.
2: You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that stuff isn't fun. I mean, there's, I, I have tons of friends that, that do great, great work in that area, but this, I guess it wasn't for me.
1: Right. Right. Um,
2: but then I started kind of doing more of the portraity stuff and uh, started submitting my stuff to shows. You know, I, I had a friend that, that, had a gallery up in uh, san francisco that was doing a group show that that uh i submitted some stuff to and you know there was like a it's called like the dark valentine show
1: mm-hmm.
2: and so i i did a uh edgar Allan poe piece and a alfred hitchcock piece oh nice and
0: uh yeah i saw the alfred hitchcock it's amazing
2: Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's slightly caricatured. Yeah, but, yeah, it's great. It's of, oh, thanks. Yeah, he's holding the heart that says "Be Mine." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so my stuff sold that show, and I, you know, I was smart enough to have prints, and I, yep. And I sold a bunch of prints, and I was like, hmm. And so I started doing more of these little shows, and then um, I remember the the first advertising job. Was right up the street from Halloween Town in Burbank, mm-hmm. and I'd always go in there on my lunch break, and you know, I loved just walking around there, checking oh, out. Yeah, these.
0: place is so cool.
2: And then I noticed they were doing art shows. I'm like, wow, I wonder if they're still doing art shows. And so I, I kind of went in there one weekend, and, and you know, very shyly, was like, oh, here's a sample of my work. You know, I had a couple of postcards I had made up from from some of my uh, group shows. You know, the Ed Groulant Poe piece and mm-hmm. the his and I, I think they were doing a haunted mansion, show, group show, you know, that's haunted right. tribute show, and uh, and that's where I met Rick Baker. So, right, he he had a couple pieces in there, yep. so, I, so that was cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I showed them my stuff, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we'd love to have you part of the show." And in fact, I'd love to carry your Edgar Allan Poe and your Hitchcock paintings and sell the the prints here and like oh sure yeah (laughs) and then they had another show a few months down the road it was uh the classic universal monsters group show right and uh uh, rick baker was going to be in that one too and uh so i did maybe these i think Well, it's funny because i was it was on it was going to be for halloween and so I was doing my own Halloween show at a coffee shop in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Um, this really cool space. Um, and and the owner of Halloween Town didn't want like any pieces that were going to be in another show. She wanted to only have unique pieces for her show. And so right. I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. I, I could do that. Um, so I painted like... Uh, a couple extra ones for her and uh because i i had but then she saw the ones i i had done for the coffee shop she's like you know what i usually don't do this but i'd like to have those pieces in my show too i'm like oh absolutely so i ended up having six pieces in the show with rick (laughs) that's cool rick had like about 10 yeah
0: (laughs) i went to that show i went to that opening i think
2: oh how funny oh yeah wow so i
0: remember seeing um rick's all of rick's paintings
2: mm-hmm.
0: and um he was there right yeah he was I there pro- i you i'm you i'm we probably talked i don't know we
2: i'm i'm sure if i saw you there i would have said yeah Hi. yeah yeah. that was also the year that uh, famous monsters came down with the publisher and the editor-in-chief and their designer and i guess they were they uh were going to see if they could buy some of Rick's pieces and, and, and use them as covers. And then and then, then I guess they saw my work too and and wanted to meet me and I was like, Wow, okay, cool. And so they came over and talked to me and they're like, How would you like to start doing covers for famous monsters? They're like, uh, let me think about it. yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. I'm so jealous of you doing that. It's like oh. I I grew up on that man. I had a subscription to Famous Monsters when I was a kid. Oh, how
2: cool. Yeah. Wow.
0: I uh, was so into that. It's, so that's, that's amazing. You've done some incredible covers for that.
2: Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. Um, yeah, I think I ended up doing like maybe a dozen or so. Wow. <laughs> um, awesome. But yeah, and so I got to talk with Rick some more. And, and uh, you know, we've we've become friends. And, uh, you know, I, I, a buddy of mine, Ari and...
1: Oh, it, yeah. Ari, uh, right, yeah.
2: Yeah, I met I met him at stands when he was just a kid, and wow. we became friends. And he's amazing too. That guy's yeah, incredible. Super, that guy's yeah, yeah amazing. Um, yeah, he paints, sculpts, welds. He, he can probably fly a plane if he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, it, that that was kind of the start into the monster stuff as a profession or side profession you know right. i was i was doing all this while still working on the day job you know mm-hmm. at, and uh and you know i was selling prints and i was selling the framed pieces and uh you know then i started doing the the canvas you clays and uh, those have become popular mm-hmm. and um yeah it just all happened really close in that same year, that monster show, the famous monster stuff. And then I was at a buddy of mine's, he was showing a short film he made, you know, Kevin McTurk. Oh yeah. Yeah. I worked with him at spectral for years. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: I was going to sculpt one of those little puppet heads, but I don't know.
2: Oh, for his, uh, yeah. But uh, puppet. Yeah. Those are, yeah, those are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So he was premiering a film that I, I think it was at a comic book shop. He showed it and I was, I was there and there was a bunch of people there and I was talking to a guy and, uh, it's, uh, an actor, I forget his name, but he, he was like, Oh, have you been to monster Palooza? I'm like, I'm like, no, what's that? It's like, Oh, it's this monster convention. Oh, you'd love it. Oh yeah. I'm like, Oh man, I gotta look into this. And so I looked into it and like, Hey, I'd I'd like to show my work at Master Pooza. Like, oh well, we're all booked up for Master Pooza. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, well, can I get in on the next one? I'm like, uh, it's first come first serve. And, right. But we are doing a son of Master and I'm like, oh, okay. it's the same kind of thing, just a little smaller. And I'm like, ah, uh, well, okay, I'll do that one. And uh, so yeah, it was all in that same year. And then I, you know, had several pieces that I had been doing. And then I did a couple of new pieces and had a nice little display of paintings and prints and, and, uh, yeah, people, uh, really seemed to like it. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, so it was like, okay, well maybe this is, this is where I can start thinking about heading. And, and that the whole time I, you know, I was at the ad place. I, that has been the goal is like just to get that, uh, freedom mm-hmm. to do your own thing, you know? Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm almost there to where I think I could, I could hopefully be a Chet czar someday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you're like a, you're, you're kind of, you're like a regular at Palooza now, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think
0: it's, how many years has it been? Six
2: years, six yeah. or seven years. Now?
0: You're always, you know, you always got a crowd and, yeah. you know, it's, 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 uh, it seems like it's successful.
2: No, it is. I, and one of the stipulations taking this day job I was talking about, I was like, you know, I, I, I took a little less money than I normally would, but I was like, well, I'd like to, uh, um, uh, be able to take time off for these conventions and so forth. It's I'm like, it's not all the time, but you know right. two, three times a year I'm gonna ask for a few days off here and there. And they've been cool about it. I'm like, oh absolutely, absolutely. That's great. Uh, and yeah, it's a super chill environment at this place. I mean everybody works hard, but it's 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 not the stress level that and it's not ridiculous things like, wow, we want you to change everything about this comp and we want it in the morning. Right. You know? <laughs> up all night, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I do the monster stuff now, and uh, and yeah, it's 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 led to getting other jobs. You know, I've I've met Tom Savini now mm-hmm. through and yeah, that's awesome, man. He had he had me do the key art for the documentary that's going to be released soon. Oh, really? Excellent. Yeah, that's so cool. Uh, Smoke and mirrors: the Tom Savini story. Yeah. When's that come out? Uh, I saw him post something recently. I, I want to say it's going to be released on Voodoo or, or one of those, uh-huh. you know, pay, pay streaming channels. Oh, cool. I can't uh, wait. Yeah, I know. I, I haven't seen it yet either, but, um, but yeah, it was super, super fun doing stuff like that. And, and, uh, you know, I, I'm doing commissions for different makeup artists now in the business and, um, and just you know, I've gotten to meet all these great horror fans out there that I just didn't know were out there. Yeah, like,
0: right. <laughs> um, There's a whole little subculture.
2: Yeah, just like, totally like, into this. Like Kirk Hammett bought a bunch of my stuff. I think
0: I know that's that's another thing I'm jealous about. It's like because <laughs> I, 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 I know he's a big collector. Yeah, and, and um, I've been wanting to I've been wanting to get like his attention for for years now because I'm like, oh man, I bet he would like my work. I bet he would. You know? So that's really cool that you, that you, that Famous Monsters cover you did of him is really great too. It's oh, so thanks. awesome.
2: Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, that was last minute too.
0: Really? He must have been tech. so psyched because it's like, yeah, you know, I'm sure he was, thought it was amazing.
2: I, I want to say he bought stuff off me before that cover. I'm, I'm trying oh, to think. Really? It's all hazy now. <laughs> yeah, right. Old guys in our memory. Yeah. <laughs> I think he bought stuff off me first, but maybe he saw the cover first, then bought stuff off me. It, it could have been like that. I'm not right. sure. Um, either way, it, it's it's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, well, um, your stuff's amazing. So I mean, I, it's I don't. know. It just doesn't it seems like uh it doesn't seem any surprise to me that you're becoming su- successful with this oh, stuff because it's you know it's very signature you and. it's just so well done you know oh thanks i'm I'm always so impressed every every year when i see your stuff i'm like damn it it's great i love that bella lugosi (laughs) i really you know i think it's probably the first piece i kind of fell in love with that bella lugosi um oh my first one yeah where the kind of eyes eyes are lit up sort of so good yeah
2: that was in that first show at that coffee shop that okay cool i did for that show and then uh you know, the owner of Halloween town. I was like, I want that in my show too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah that was, it's funny. That was like probably one of the quickest paintings I did too.
0: Funny how that works. Sometimes they're just a bitch and sometimes they're just like yeah. kind of easy.
2: Right. Like, I think the first one I did was, uh, Lon Chaney's family opera because, that is one of the early things I saw as a kid. Yeah, same here.
0: It's one of my big. What is that? Yeah, oh, that's one of my big influences. That I mean, I think it's probably probably one of the reasons I don't paint a lot of noses, and I do kind of like, <laughs> core, you know, skeleton <laughs> right, noses right. is probably yeah. from that. It's such a, and the dark around the eyes and the teeth. It's like yeah. to me, it's one of the greatest. That and Frankenstein are probably my two Frankenstein's monster probably my two favorite makeup designs of all time.
2: Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, it's so creepy, but, man. Especially, I, I've, heard you, I've heard you talk about the makeup for Frankenstein and
0: yeah, love it.
2: And, and Rick has said similar things where it's like just the perfect situation. You get the right actor right. with the right face yep. and the right makeup. And yep. did, like did you, how he could take that denture or that bridge workout. yep he had those teeth he could just kind of remove and his whole <laughs> jaw would kind of collapse. There. I
0: know. And that's, and that's such a huge part of that. What makes that makeup great? You know, it's yeah. Just,
2: wow. Yeah. I when I first heard about that, I was just like, are you kidding? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Meant to be. Oh, I'm moving. Oh, woo. <laughs> <laughs> We're spinning right Sorry.
2: now. Right. Got to get that light on here. So I'm not, that silhouette. <laughs> did,
0: did, did you hear, uh, the, uh, rick baker on the joe rogan podcast yet
2: i did isn't that I great did. that was such I a love, great yeah. interview yeah i i listened to him on that one and then he did a, a gilbert godfrey he did really yeah it's it's also Gil- gilbert like
0: godfrey's into monsters
2: too yeah they and what a trip you, you know you hear some of the same stories but because it's gilbert Gottfried he's got his own take on things so the conversation goes in a different direction. Yeah. It's really fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I thought it was uh, awesome hearing him, all the complaints about the business he had. Right. That's what I was, it was was so, it was so, uh, like
2: even someone like him. I know. He still has to deal with bullshit.
0: I know. It was, it was so cool to hear someone of his stature saying that, you know, I I know (laughs) calling those assholes out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He's like, he's like, I'm retired. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know, it's great. It's great.
2: Yeah, no, he he's a super great guy he and is. and yeah, we've you know, I've been fortunate to hang out with him here and there and just shoot the shit with him and he's just such a cool guy. Yeah, and, he is. I know. And it's amazing that he's he's just still doing art and making cool stuff. It's I like,
0: know. His his Instagram's it's like I he's doing what we would all be probably doing if we had, you know, that kind of money right. and Right. freedom and time just exactly. to do whatever you want
2: resources and time yeah
0: <laughs> it's great yeah. Um, I'm just
2: gonna Make just cool monsters and sets and yeah
0: and little and movies and yeah it's like dude
2: yeah that, that, he, that's the goal <laughs> he's
0: yeah he's he said he would come on the podcast so uh, it's just hard oh, kind of hard say, hard to should, nail him get, down but um I, i'm gonna get him on the podcast well one he's, of these days.
2: he's doing that big book promotion so i bet he I bet
0: he'd be down. I know, I know. It's, Did you get his book? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. It's 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 a great book. Um. <laughs> and, it, anyway, we're get, we're getting close to the two hour mark, and uh, oh, okay. And um, I just I want to make sure we cover a couple things here that we didn't get oh, to talk sorry. about. No, no, this is great, excellent right. interview, but um. Cool. I, I i wanted to talk to you about the you were doing the sebastian krueger workshop which is
2: oh i was hoping that would come up yeah yeah Yeah.
0: Th- that the mad magazine connection between us i was grew up on mad magazine i was yep. huge mort drucker fan and it's like you say, oh, you say mort drucker nowadays and it's like nobody knows what you're talking about but his oh. caricatures were just like
2: mm-hmm.
0: better than anyone else in the magazine
2: Right, I know. There was that.
0: There was that other guy that was like, "What's his name? Angelo something? Angelo Torres." And it's like, he was never quite as good as (laughs) Mort Drucker, man.
2: (laughs) It was great. Mort just had that little extra where it's just like,
0: "Wow!" It's totally captured. I mean, it was so good, so amazing. Um, I know. And then there's. Oh, sorry, no, no, no. And then there's the w- Road Warrior thing, which was like one of my favorite movies. And then there's the I- fact that you were colorblind. All these things are, <laughs> that I wanted to, to cover because that's insane <laughs> to me. So you can pick any of those and <laughs> we can start there. But I want to hear. Yeah.
2: Those. Yeah. It's funny when I reveal to whatever my current employer is that I'm actually colorblind. And then there's that look of. What? <laughs> yeah, you know, there's, there's a silence of dumbfounded
0: I don't see how it's possible like what colors are you not seeing
2: you're fucking with me right (laughs) Uh, it's it's colors that are similar in 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 value like uh, like a green can look brown to Mm -hmm. me a red can look brown to me Uh, uh, yeah yellows can look green if it's slight you know yeah it's you know, it, it's it's probably why I paint digitally so much is because when I I'm having trouble figuring out what color that is, I can just get my color picker, sample it, and go, "Oh, it's in the red range." Okay, it's not brown. Oh, so okay, kind of right. helps me because yeah, there's some there was there's one time I was painting a cover for Game Fan and. Um, I think it's called Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used
0: to play that game with my, my. that was like me and my kid when he was little. We used to play that. Oh,
2: that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I painted a cover of that, and there's like a giant, a giant baby, like 20 feet tall right. baby. And they're like, hey, uh, Terry, this, this looks great, but why does the baby's flesh look dead? I'm like, what? What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, why is it gray? I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: like,
2: like, what's up? Why did you, like? And I kind of took the editor in chief aside. I'm like, uh-huh, I'm actually colorblind. I'm like, what? <laughs> he just started cracking up. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, man. sorry, sorry, I know, uh, but here I am.
0: Yeah. Come on. 30 years later still yeah it's amazing you'd never know you'd never know it because i I mean i I know i know people that are colorblind that kind of that are painters i know a couple people um or tattoo artists i know tattoo artists is colorblind and it's like they're they've used that as kind of their style really you know what mm. I mean? Like the, the colors they use are, yeah. you know, what they can see, or the, or it's or it's more like the colors are weird, but they but it still looks good, right? You know, but mm. yours looks like you know, your stuff doesn't look like that at oh, all. Does, you know, does
2: it? Okay, cool.
0: <laughs> you can't tell because you can't see it.
2: <laughs> well, I, it, I mean, it looks okay to me, but that's what I'm used to. So it's a weird thing. It's like what a trip. It's like man. is my art the way it looks because I'm colorblind, or right? You know, I don't know. It's it's a what came first thing, you know?
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter because it's amazing, so. It doesn't, oh, you know. thanks.
2: Yeah. It's- and, yeah, my last, uh, advertising job with a friend that liked my work, you know, he was a similar project. He's like, hey, this looks good, but get rid of that purple in the background. Like, yeah, you know, purple. What purple? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so I kind of dab at it. And I'm like, I think he means this area, I hope. And, and I, and I call him back over. How's this look? Ah, uh, better, but yeah, there's still some purple that you're missing here. I'm like, oh, okay. And, and I tried <laughs> the third time, he's like, what, what's going on? Why? Wh-? And, uh, you know, again, well, i colorblind. He's like, because <laughs> like, he, he had a team of illustrators he was working with, and then one wasn't that great, and one was just just would argue with him the whole time and uh, and so he's like so my best illustrator is colorblind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sorry. what did i do to deserve this <laughs> yeah a hero, but he, he, he thought it was funny but so so once that was understood he's like okay maybe you're not seeing this color and here it is right here and so right right and so we got to work around it right that's amazing Okay, but, so
0: so so tell, Oh, go ahead.
2: Go ahead. I was say, Mort Drucker's awesome. Yes, Mort Drucker was amazing, and that's kind of led me into my drawing of faces, which I love. You know, as a kid, I would copy Mort Drucker faces. Yeah, right. And Mad Magazine was amazing. And Mad, right? Mag, I I didn't have a subscription, but I, I got every issue. Yeah, same. Um. So so getting that illustration in whatever it was a year or two ago was that's childhood that. dream. through that that Bill Cosby illustration
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that's amazing. I know I've seen that. Zombie Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That
2: was fun. Uh,
0: it, yeah. What, that's so cool. I mean, you've got to, it seems like you've got to fulfill some, um, you know, kind of childhood fantasies you might not never have imagined, like famous monsters yeah, and mad yeah.
2: magazine. And I, I got to work with Simon Bisley, another oh, huge wow. influence. Yeah. Amazing. Stan Winston so you got, had
0: it. Is that a Simon Bisley on your wall back there?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the the graveyard guy. Oh, and that's a, a Kruger calendar.
0: Oh yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I wanna I wanna hear about that. because that, that's amazing. Uh see he, he's yeah, he's huge. I mean he's incredible. Um,
2: God he, he Sebastian
1: came, Kruger.
2: He came through Stan Winston studio one time. Oh, Stan wanted him to maybe do something for him. And, and so I met him and I was just like, uh, 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 hi, n- n- nice to meet you. And <laughs> he was with his wife and they kind of smiled like, you know, this nervous kid, you know, I think I was 20, no, I was maybe 30. Uh-huh. But, uh, I was like, oh, "No." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I had a, and I had a, a Kruger calendar up in my work area. Hanging oh, about, wow. <laughs> so I kind of whispered something, pointed like, "Oh, I oh, just oh, got the count," and they were kind of like, "Oh, <laughs> <A> little fan." <laughs> but yeah, I, I discovered him. Uh, y- you know those catalog books that were just full of illustrators, like Illustrator mm-hmm. Guide One Hundred Ones or whatever they're called. Yep. And basically, just pages of illustration work and the guy's phone number when you want to hire him. Um, I. I he had like four pages in there that were um, like wow, who's this guy? It was like a Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. a Donna. And they were caricatured, super caricatured, but he rendered them so realistically that was amazing. I know. The volume and the lighting was amazing and yeah. texture in the skin pores. Yeah.
0: It was kinda uh, like photorealistic caricatures in a way, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it looked like they could take up space, you yeah. know <laughs> and uh so then he came out with his his stones book, you know, that book of all the Rolling Stones paintings that, yeah it's amazing that book is e- everyone at the studio picked up that book
0: <laughs> right that that's what I was gonna say is um that was his stuff that's where I found out about him in effects because it right. was like everyone was buying
2: his books, right you know, or that book, maybe, right. So my, my big painting influences were probably Simon Disley. Disney, um, and you know I wanted to be as good as Sebastian Kruger, mm-hmm. uh, and well. and like uh, like people like Phil Hale. Yeah, where, Phil Hale's incredible, yeah, right? And you know just actual painted stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a painting. Yeah, <laughs> and so. I don't know, I, I, you know, I would study these Sebastian Kruger paintings, and some of them were left unfinished. You could see his process a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, like his underpaintings and stuff. And, uh, and so I kind of try to figure out how he, how he started and, and, uh, but, and at one point I just heard that he conducts a workshop and I was like, oh my God, how amazing would that be? And 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 uh, you know, I didn't have a—I was single at the time. I didn't have a girlfriend, and it's like, you know what? Maybe something like this would help, kind of turn things around. And, and I just just went and uh, emailed him, and uh, his his assistant actually called me. Wow! <laughs> it was like it was like midnight or something, and I got this phone call, and it's like, you know, this crazy number. I'm like what? <laughs> hello, this is so-and-so from Germany. Uh, like, <laughs> oh, shit. I answered like, hello. It's like, Oh, uh, don't mean to bother you. I, I saw that your email just came out. I assuming you're still awake. And, and, uh, and I was like, wow. Yeah. I, I want to be part of this. And so I, I, I was in a group of 20 people, maybe mm-hmm. from around the world, you know, it's wow. like met some awesome people that I'm still friends with. And, uh, then a few a few years later, I uh, you know I was telling my wife about it, and 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 she had done some painting, and uh, my wife's an artist too. She's a designer and oh, cool. graphic artist, and does some painting, and does a lot of sculpt sculptor sculpture, like found object sculpture, and as her fine art. Oh, cool. Yeah, so uh, she she wanted to take to the. Workshop with me, and we signed up and got in, and, and we just made it kind of this cool European tour out of it. Oh, that's great. And at the workshop, and yeah, it's just Sebastian, you just get to watch him paint. Um, oh, I would love that. And he paints this amazing, fully finished, gigantic. I, I'm sure you've seen his stuff online. Yeah. Like, there's video stuff of him painting too or you can see kind of time-lapse of it coming together. The paintings
0: are huge too.
2: Yeah. All acrylic and yeah. Like these six foot tall, seven foot tall paintings. And and by the end of the five, six days of painting, it's just, holy crap. That's, that would take me months. Yeah. Right. I didn't know he
0: paints that fast. That's amazing. So
2: good. He's so good. Yeah. It's not like, well, here's what it is like. And i'll finish it later <laughs> right
0: which is how i <laughs> teach classes <laughs> yeah,
2: I <do>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh road warrior yes road warrior
0: yes i mean i'm sure you saw that in the theater when it came out i did i
2: i had to sneak in oh really <laughs> I was 13 12 or 13 yeah i like
0: you yeah um perfect age to see that movie for a young boy of the time
2: i know <laughs> so amazing it was great. It It's still imprinted on my movie. I mean, you, you've seen, I'm sure, some of my posts where I've, I've done the Wasteland Weekend stuff where I do Mad Max cosplay. I dress up and. No, no, I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. Like my wife and I did it a couple times where dressed up as characters. There's this. Is that on your Instagram? Yeah, Instagram and Facebook. Oh, cool. And I'm going to look that Instagram up. Instagram and Facebook is all, you know, Instagram slash Terry Wolfinger, Facebook slash Terry Wolfinger. So okay,
0: there's, there's, yeah, I'll put that cool in. I'll put definitely put that all in in the description and stuff. Cool. But any, um, anyway, yes, go on.
2: Yeah. Uh, so this group of guys started putting this, this basically, you know, this Mad Max festival out in the desert and it's called Wasteland Weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Maybe I did see this. And we went to the very first couple of them you know where there's like 30 people and then 100 people but now they just have thousands of people showing up and it's it's you know it's like burning man but mad maxine
0: <laughs> it's an anti it's like a negative evil burning man kind yeah, of.
2: yeah <laughs> exactly it's anarchy and yeah end of the world apocalypse stuff and oh,
0: that's great
2: people make their own cars wow and part of the the rules of getting to go to the show is like you have to be in costume like they don't let you just show up in jeans and a t-shirt it's like no you know where's your your waistline gear you know right (laughs) so so yeah i i did that but yeah we snuck into the movie theater just our our parents dropped us off at the theater (laughs) group of four friends and uh, ranging from 10 to 13 years old (laughs) (laughs) that's great and okay. then when we go, and the parents drive home, and then we go to buy our tickets. Like, oh, sorry, that's R rated. You can't get into that. Like, oh, but, but, well, and they're like, Richard Pryor live on Sunset Strip is playing. You can, you can get into that one, and that was R too. Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> right.
0: Like
2: hard R, yeah, you know?
0: way more uh, probably <laughs> vulgar and
2: swearing. Yeah,
0: yeah, curse words. So we're like,
2: okay, we'll take four tickets to that, and then we're like, okay, where's the? Oh, there's one. Okay, sneak. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, I mean, my jaw was hanging open from the opening credits to the end of that. Right. It was just amazing
0: yeah my stepdad was like way into sci-fi so and 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 uh, he would kind of put up with the horror stuff because I was more of a horror guy but i of course I like sci-fi also but um he took me to go see that and um man, it was just I think that's why I love the whole post apocalyptic anything post- apocalyptic I'm just so into mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's you, probably what started it
2: yeah you can definitely feel that vibe in in your work yeah yeah oh your your stuff is great
0: man oh thanks but um you you know i think even like the kind of desert mount the mountain mm -hmm. ranges i paint and the kind of post industrial looking stuff all that is is right so influenced by road the the uh uh, original road warrior we're talking about obviously yeah mad max 2 yes yes um but yeah, it's just like oh, that car and everything. So amazing, such an amazing movie. Now even now, you it's like it's so good. It's it, so good.
2: It, they did all those stunts real. That I know, not digital anywhere. That <laughs> one
0: where that motorcycle guy goes yeah.
1: flying goes end the end. Yeah, up.
2: yeah, that's like. Uh, and that he didn't die in real life. <laughs> it's amazing. Right. It have just, you watched Have you watched a documentary on that? Um,
0: the
2: movie? Uh, the, the just, guy. I'm Something sure went wrong. He he was only supposed to flip. He was only supposed to go over the handlebars, not flip end over end. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, he, he broke his his femur on that impact.
0: Oh, my God.
2: He didn't beat the bike soon enough, I guess. And so he was out the rest of the movie, and I think that was the stunt coordinator.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, I bet you he would even say it was worth it. so, <laughs> Because I mean, that is like, like that's the, the stunt that everybody... Uh, Everybody yeah. talks about, you know, that's yeah. like the one that you remember out, out of all of them. It's like one of the main ones, at least that I remember.
2: Yeah. Um, well, that, that whole sequence where Max leans out the window of the truck and shoots the guy in the face with a shotgun. Uh, <laughs> he shoots the guy up on the
0: roof. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. yeah it's, it, it was just, just uh, amazing. I can't say enough good things about it. But, um, yeah, that's a trip. So I yeah. guess I, you were born in 67 I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Summer
2: of love baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's
0: that's pretty great.
2: <laughs> yeah, 67 the, the best production year of the Corvette, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the most popular year. So yeah, some good stuff happened 67.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah, I always thought that was kind of funny that um just being such a monster freak being born in the uh, in that well it wasn't summer but in '67, when it was, you know,
2: right, right. Well, I, I was born in the summer. You were, yeah, yeah June.
0: Nice. Yeah, I was in October.
2: Oh, perfect.
0: Or November. I'm sorry, November. My my right. granddaughter is what? my granddaughter's birthday is on Halloween, which is so cool.
2: Uh, my mom and my my two twin nephews are all october
0: 13th oh that's my other this check this out my other granddaughter i got two granddaughters um oh no i'm sorry never mind it wasn't (laughs) she's halloween my my other granddaughter is november 13th and i'm november 12th
2: oh funny
0: yeah what a trip but anyway yeah um well shit this has been an a a, a excellent interview. I appreciate you, oh, you know, thanks. going in the the full time and uh, even, yeah, yeah, even a bit
2: longer. You know, it goes by pretty fast, right? No, yeah, exactly. It's like, wait, we have more to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I, yeah, it was it was fun, uh, you know, shooting a shit with you and yeah, and yeah, you,
0: awesome. <laughs> and you, well, thanks. You're you're um you're kind of close to me too, right? I mean, you're,
2: you're... I'm still in Santa Clarita,
0: basically. Oh, you're in Santa Clarita. Okay, Santa Clarita is.
2: It's near Burbank. Uh,
0: isn't it? Isn't it? Is it like on the way to uh, like Magic Mountain?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right there. Yeah. My um, wife
0: shot a short when she was uh, helping a, my friend of mine that was like a cat, the CalArts guy. Uh, he was working on a short film in Santa Clarita and she hmm. helped him and, and uh, there's something with a bull they were shooting somewhere where there was a bull and she almost got attacked by a
2: bull in Santa Clarita. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Wow. laughs> that <was> scary. <laughs> yeah. All, all kinds of stuff are shot out in Santa Clarita. Yeah. Right. Like they shot Pee Wee's big adventure out here. Oh really? Um, and I shot a short movie, a student film. It's a spoof on the road warrior called oh. the road warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Like he worries about the road. It's like this driver that's really worried. That's great. <laughs> but not much on plot, but he, as soon as he gets on the freeway, like bad guys start chasing him. And <laughs> there, there's like stop motion stuff in it and live action. and That's great. Um, but if you do a search for road warrior. It's up there? You, it's it's on YouTube somewhere. Oh, cool! Yeah. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up, and I'm gonna look up all your uh, what was the hard and oh, hard heavy and heavy yeah. magazine <laughs> stuff, and I'm gonna delve into the archives. Um,
2: See some bad Wolfinger art. art. <laughs> a lot of that out there. <laughs>
0: no, no way. Well, um, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Um, that was. Excellent. I, you know, I'm a huge fan. Been a huge fan oh. for a while now, and um, I, I, we'll, we'll put all your um, you you you've got a big cartel shop, right? I do. And yeah,
2: I, I I think it's just wolfinger.bigcartel.com.
0: Okay, yeah, and there's all kinds of great stuff up there. I mean, I've been looking through them when we were talking, and it's like, oh thanks. Oh my god.
2: Yeah, I've kind of made my way through most of the classic. Horror guys, you yeah. know, I'm kind of into the the '80s horror guys having fun doing those.
0: Yeah, yeah. The uh, the uh, Billy the, Billy the Butcher from from uh, Gangs of New York is fucking crazy. So, crazy. oh, thanks, man.
2: Thank you. Yeah, that it. was a, a commission piece.
1: Really, and yeah, that's so digital.
2: Hmm. So, well, I, I start out my paintings um, with a traditional sketch.
0: Right. Yeah, and you leave like kind of leave some of the pencil coming through.
2: Yeah, and I, I leave I leave the the ink coming through and Yeah, uh,
0: or the ink, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I usually sketch with ballpoint pen. Sometimes pencil.
0: Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah,
2: but most of my stuff is ballpoint pen. Oh, what a trip.
0: Do you sell the the sketches?
2: I I've started to. I I didn't used to like letting those go, but the last 2-3 years I've been selling quite a bit of those.
0: Yeah, that's a cuz that's kind of cool. That's a cool little um artifact from your process you know
2: right it has a little more value you know I,
0: I could see people collecting like oh i get i, I collect all of the ballpoint pen originals before right you right know? it's kind of a cool little thing
2: yeah there, there's uh a couple guys that have gotten you know multiple ballpoint pens uh, and sometimes i'll post something not even intending to sell it and it's like someone's like how much is that i want it and i go oh, here's the price
1: yeah
2: uh. <laughs> boom, sold.
0: Like, okay, that was easy. (laughs) What about this Joker? How'd you get that background? Is this digital?
2: Uh, it's digital again, but I, I start my process as if I was painting like an oil or acrylic. I do kind of an underpainting. And then I have kind of a couple go-to textures things Mm, that I I lay underneath.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Some
2: custom things. Like one is actually, uh, an old frying pan that I scanned on my. Are uh, you serious? And, and, Cause it, it had just such great <laughs> decay. And I've I did, I did a tool, oh, have you done some, I
0: similar? did a tool logo for oh. the band tool. And back when I was doing 3d and I took a scan of my uh, mother-in-law's, the bottom of her pan, a <laughs> frying pan that was hanging up. And I'd always oh. look at it. It's like, that's the coolest brown weird texture. And I scanned oh, I that. See, I even, I, Hispanic. Yeah, and I po and I and I saw so I did that as the 3D texture of this tool logo that they've used on shirts and stuff, and I, I posted about it a, like a few years ago. Yeah, I sc- scanned the bottom of a frying pan. Another weird coincidence.
2: I I know we chat at the shows, but we we gotta hang out. I
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. That's what I'm yep. saying. We gotta. Yep. Um, well, if you. We'll, we'll 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 hook up for sure and meet yeah, up. Yeah, man.
1: So,
2: so where are you? You Burbank? Or? I'm in Monrovia,
0: actually. Oh, oh, okay. I'm close to um,
2: Monster Palooza, really. Oh yeah, close to where I used to work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my uh my box, boxer short company was in Arcadia. So. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. That's where my favorite pizza place is. That um, I always take this place called oh, Zello, which is if you ever in the area, uh, we'll definitely have to hit zello up because it's the most amazing amazing pizza wow. ever
2: that's awesome it's really um, different my favorite taco stand was in arcadia oh know, yeah i don't remember the name of it but <laughs> it, was, it was amazing <laughs> yeah so wow well good times man thank you so much again and uh, this was a lot of fun yeah yeah definitely
0: um hang on don't hang up i got to do the little final deal here and then when we stop i forgot to tell you i always forget to tell the guests don't hang up because <laughs> it's weird to hang up at the end and then it feels like you didn't get to say goodbye um right. it's kind of awkward no problem.
2: yeah i've heard you say that a couple times yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just do- saying
0: it again um so yes th- thanks for listening everybody i hope you enjoyed this uh podcast and if you want to support it you can go to dark art society oh i'm sorry patreon.com dark art society and for uh, as little as a dollar a month you can help support the podcast and listen to it a day early and get it access to the new website we got which uh josh g just redid again right after he, he built one and then he rebuilt it again and made it even better so it's it's really cool and um yeah so that's it so yeah thanks again Terry for coming on a really great time
2: my pleasure Chuck. huge huge, huge fan (laughs) (laughs) and we'll yeah Chuck whatever (laughs) Um, no seriously it's a huge honor and and, and thank you so much dude I appreciate it yeah thanks all
0: right well um, let's say goodbye to to everyone out in the podcast world goodbye everybody say goodbye Goodbye, everyone there you go you have to wave the arm. all right there we go
1: Good